What's going on, drinking buddies? Brand new episode coming right at you. But real quick, you know what time it is. We're going to have a quick word from our sponsors. I love these motherfuckers. Especially our very first sponsor, the video versions of this show. I sound like a horrible douchebag. Seriously, the video versions are live now on Vimeo. I even made it easier for you. Go to awd.net slash videos, and it'll take you right to the Vimeo store. No ads in the video versions. See all the madness. See the nudity. See my weird facial expressions. See me drinking. It's a lot of fun. Once again, that is awd.net slash videos. And now on to the other ads in this fine, fine episode. This week, we are brought to you by our friends at Vinyl Me Please. Vinyl Me Please is the record of the month club. The best damn record of the month club. In fact, every month, Vinyl Me Please features one album that is essential to the modern vinyl collection. Each record is pressed exclusively for Vinyl Me Please and has features you can't get anywhere else like bonus tracks, inserts, colored variants, and comes packaged with a 12 by 12 album-inspired art print and custom cocktail pairing. I have talked about Vinyl Me Please for quite some time. Seriously. Rad vinyl sent to your house every month how can you beat it? And Vinyl Me Please isn't like Record of the Month Clubs of old. You can cancel anytime, no strings attached. They're not going to send you bullshit. Check out Vinyl Me Please today at www.joinvmp.com slash A-N-W-D. Once again, that is www.joinvmp.com slash A-N-W-D. We are also brought to you this week by our friends at Gamefly. Gamefly.com has over 8,000 new releases and classics available for Xbox One, 360, PS4, PS3, PS Vita, Wii U, Wii, and 3DS, as well as the old school systems. As a Gamefly member, you can rent as many console and handheld games as you want and get them delivered right to your mailbox for one low monthly fee. If you like a game so much that you don't want to send it back, you can keep it for a low use price. There are never any due dates or late fees. Gamefly also offers the ability to rent Blu-ray and DVD movies as part of the regular service at no additional charge. Games are fucking expensive. Before you go drop... 60, 70, 100 bucks of your hard-earned money on a game, check it out with Gamefly. And if you love it, you could just buy it from Gamefly. You just never even have to send it back. So what you should do right now, sign up for a premium 30-day trial for free. One game out, shipped directly to you with a pre-addressed envelope for easy returns, no contracts, cancel any time. Gamefly is fucking awesome. So go to www.gameflyoffer.com slash A-N-W-D once again, that is www.gameflyoffer.com slash A-N-W-D. Last but not least, we are brought to you by our friends at Laughable. Laughable is the number one comedy podcast app on iOS. And now, and now, and now, after talking about it for a long, long, long fucking time, and on Android, so you can get that fucker in the Google Play Store or the App Store. Get it now for free. It is the best app not only can you subscribe to your favorite podcast, you can subscribe to your favorite podcasters, comedians, and other personalities. When they make an appearance on another show, boom, right there in your subscription feed. It's a great way to discover new shows. In addition to that, if that wasn't enough, they recommend comedians and shows daily. Go to the App Store, go to the Google Play Store, whatever device you're using, download Laughable right now. You will not regret it. Get that shit and find funny. This week's episode is rapper, musician, Osiris. Osiris is a really real dude. I did not know him until 
I did not even know of him until he reached out to the show. We sat down and had an honest talk about his time in the system, his music, life in general, growing up in Philly. This is a real good one, guys. So sit back, relax, pop a cold one, and enjoy Drinking Buddies. Bang. Boom. We're in this motherfucker. What's going on, Osiris? What's good, brother? How you doing? Welcome to Los Angeles. Let me give you a proper toast now that I can fucking pour myself <laughs> a drink. Hell yeah, man. Thank you for having me on, oh, brother. Oh, happy to have you. I'm happy you found us. Shit. Yeah, hell yeah, man. Cheers. It's been a good trip so far. What's been going on with your LA trip? So, um, we came out Friday. Uh, I did a music video. Uh, it was sick. We got we rented out this whole place. It had one of them giant, uh, one of the giant white backdrop backdrops and whatever, and uh, had like a whole executive suite in there. We had the little chairs with the the little makeup shit. I mean, we didn't use them, but it was pretty cool to have. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So that uh, that started off my trip, and then um, we performed on Saturday over at uh, in Hollywood at Entourage Management. Uh, we just performed. It was a like a giant panel, pretty much, of like exec execs, producers. Uh, so we did that. Um, we obviously went out. Had to go out. I, I don't even remember the name of the club. My, my buddies <laughs> just take me there, and I'm already drinking. So I just go where they tell me and where the drinks are. Well, that's one thing Hollywood has plenty of is fucking drinking. The liquor calls. Oh yeah. <laughs> Were you did you have a little bit of sticker shock by the fucking prices out here though, man? Oh yeah, bro. Fourteen bucks for a mixed drink. And that's but, just fucking well. Yeah, well I told him I the first time I gave him the twenty and I was like, Look, give me something strong. So he literally gave me some crazy ass drink and it was like every type of liquor and I had three of those. Was it blue? Yes. That's an adios motherfucker. Yeah. That is what <laughs> oh, it was called. Yeah, I was gone, yeah. So yeah, it was gone, yeah. That, that that was a good one though. I like that. It's like a Long Island, a Long Island. Yeah, it's like a Long Island iced tea, but it, instead of Coke, it uses Sprite and uh, blue Curacao. Okay, yeah. I mean that shit knocked me on my ass. I had three of them, and I don't remember the ride home. Yeah, that's that, <laughs> that is what they're meant to do is just fucking get you fucked up real fucking fast. Oh yeah, real quick. I was only there for like we were there from like twelve thirty to two. Oh by, shit. Yeah. So I drank three of those. And we, we had Remy Martin at the music video, too. We were drinking in 1800. There was like five of us, though, but it was a good-ass time, man. Elliot yeah. was good to me. Fuck yeah. Well, you ain't gone yet. Yeah. So, you know, by the end of this, we'll <laughs> have you puking in a garbage can somewhere on Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> right. Why? Why did I do oh, this fucking man. show? And then I got to get to the airport like that. Yeah, well, that's a future problem. Dude, that's honestly, that's how I was for the performance on Saturday. I woke up, man, and I was so hungover because that night I had the adios, motherfuckers. And then I had the um, the Remy I was drinking, and we had the 1800. And, um, yeah, so the next morning I woke up, bro, and I was so hungover where you're, like, you know, you're, like, still drunk. I was, like, cold. I was, like, cold and sweating, you know what I mean? Still drunk. Uh, like, 
it was, it was pretty bad. So I ended up getting to this show. I fell asleep three times waiting for my turn to go. You know what I mean? And then um, uh, eventually I went up and I did well. So it was good. That's all that matters. When you, you know, when it was time to shine, you shined. Exactly. Exactly. That's the true sh- sign of someone in show business. The show must fucking go on. Right, right, right. I was mad nervous. So I wasn't even, I got in there feeling sick and nervous. So. I'm sitting there like sweating. Everyone's looking at me like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? So, and then I'm falling asleep. They're like, this guy must be on drugs. But then I came out and I do like some real music with soul. So they weren't really expecting it. I ended up like getting all the contacts. It was, it was very productive, positive. I'm glad I went. It was worth it. You know? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Definitely worth it. Why not stay in LA a little longer? Why going? Why are you going back to Philly? My dog and my girlfriend. <laughs> hey, they can come out here too. Yeah, well... uh, my girlfriend told me when I came here that I wasn't going to want to leave. And that's kind of because I lived here. So I have a lot of buddies here and pretty much like my whole team that I do music with is out here, except for a couple of people back home. But I really it's weird. I can bring more people to shows out there, but I have a team of people that want to work and do shit out here. So it's kind of like I'm torn between, you know. Well, and that's why I love L.A. And I've talked about this plenty of times. People come out here to fucking do shit. Yeah. You know? I'm originally from Chicago, and a lot of motherfuckers are doing the exact same thing they were doing 10 years ago when I right. left. They're content to do that shit. That's just how most of the country is. You right. know, you get a job, you're comfortable, right? and you're just content to be comfortable. Everyone out here is out here to do some shit. Yeah, straight up. And it's great to be surrounded by people that are here to do shit. True that. And before, when I was here, I kind of... Like, it's all growth when you're trying to get into the industry, especially, like... so. When I was younger, I was just, like, telling myself, like, oh, I'm so sick of rapping. I don't need to work with anyone. I don't need to talk to anyone. You know what I mean? But, like, slowly I learned that, like, you got to build relationships and uh, you just got to be positive, you know? Relationships will get you further than talent. Oh, 100%. Guaranteed. Yeah. It's driving relationships really are what fucking make it in entertainment. Right. And when I always heard people saying relationships, I would always say in my head, like, well, how the fuck am I going to get that relationship if I can't meet the person? Da, 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 da. But here's the key is that you got to go out to places that isn't just like some basic artist showcase or like some basic ass like every weekend hip hop show. You need to go to the big events. You need to pay the extra money and get the extra places. And then you meet the people, you know? Yeah. And if you got driving, you're putting out a quality product on top of it. The- People may come to fucking you. Exactly. Like, exactly. Oh, shit. I heard your shit. I want to. Right. A lot of it is just proper like marketing and promotion. I mean, people don't understand how easy it is. It's as simple as targeting people who like the same exact shit as you. You know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, that's how you ended up on this show. You fucking right. found us through marketing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly how I found you guys. Yep. Yep. I don't know why I keep saying we. It's just me these days. It's been me for like <laughs> a year. You know, I feel like you should have a team behind you. You got a whole good thing going on here, so. I've gone through two co-hosts in the three years we've been doing this show. Because They couldn't hold their liquor or what? Well, no. Both of them can hold their liquor, <laughs> thankfully. Oh, the, you can't survive on this show for any length of time if you can't hold your liquor. Oh, man. But, you know, for various reasons, other projects and shit like that, both co-hosts had to bow out. Right. Because I run a tight ship. Like, we have new episodes every fucking Thursday, no matter right. what. I lose safe. sleep if I have to fucking right. get it done. You got to stay consistent, definitely. And it makes yeah. the numbers grow, for sure. Exactly. And booking around me, my co-host, and the guest was problematic at times. Right. Like, 
both my co-hosts are you know adult stars one retired one active and you know they had shoots they have other radio shows they have right. a bunch of other commitments so right, it's like right. trying to get everything done just how it's it is. It's kind of hard. It's hectic. I always go to sleep and I just tell myself, man, where the fucking all the time did I go? You're you telling know? me. I've been in a fucking editing booth for <laughs> seven, eight hours today. Yeah, man. That's crazy. Like I got back here 1230-ish. Yeah. And just was like, I'm going to edit all fucking day. And then right. the next thing I know, you're texting me like, I'm out front. I'm like, fuck, I'm not <laughs> even done. Oh, man. I still have a video episode to edit. And the audience doesn't want to hear about me, my post-production bitching And this issues. one you had to do, too, man. So you're going to be up late tonight, probably. Uh, I'm just waking up early tomorrow. I got a meeting <laughs> at 1230, so I'm going to wake up, go do that, go to my meeting, hopefully pray the meeting goes well, and then fucking get back to editing. Well, I hope the meeting goes well for you, man. Yeah. It's a busy schedule, though. If the, if the meeting goes well, I'll talk about it on there. If the meeting doesn't go well, well, it never fucking happened. Right. Yeah, to follow your dreams and do stuff you're passionate about, your schedule has to be busy as hell. Yeah. It does. Because you need just how you have to run everything. It just has to be busy for that appeal, for the network, for the everything, you know? Yeah, you just got to put in the fucking time. More people see your face, they're going to start memorizing you, recognizing you, and and, you know, it, it's a lot of the same people that are in the same areas. So, like, people that are doing stuff in an area, like, you can normally find them doing multiple things and meet them in different places. And then you build that. That's how you build that relationship, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, back on you. You're playing out in Philly. You traveling around at all? You doing? Uh, yeah. So, um, I do. Uh, I'm from Philly right now. Um, obviously, I'm here. I'm going back there tomorrow. Uh, but I do shows in New York, uh, Jersey, Philly. Um, I would go other places if it was right, you know, if it was the right situation. But uh, I'd like to do more stuff in New York, though, probably, I would say. New York is probably my favorite place just because the people are kind of, you wouldn't, you wouldn't think it, like maybe not on the subway, but generally the people are more welcoming than like in other East Coast areas. Oh, yeah, no, New York, New York's a good melting pot. Yeah. Philly's the fucking town that killed the hitchhiking robot. <laughs> you fucking guys killed, I remember the, that. I killed remember the hitchhiking that. Right. robot that was based that. after a child. Yeah, yeah. Fucking savages. Right, right. And then I they mean, pieced I don't mean it just, back together and shit. Like, I don't think they ever pieced it back together. Oh, man. Yeah, that's some Philly shit. They'd see that and be like, oh, the whole world wants to send it. Let's go destroy that shit. <sighs> I mean, yeah. I don't mean to lump you in, but man, y'all yeah. a bunch of savages. We are, dude. We, we pretty much just care about the Eagles and uh, drinking, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> Which is so fucked up to me that you guys have hard liquor in ABC stores. Do we? AB oh, in, like to, in Philly. To actually in buy Philly, no way. Yeah, to actually buy hard liquor? You gotta, I had no idea. You've got to go to a fucking ABC store and they close fucking early. Oh, oh, you're talking about a, uh, a like a, a, a wine and spirit store. Yeah. I, I okay, I never heard of an ABC store, but a wine and spirit store. Yeah, that's where we have to get all our yeah, liquor. Yeah, that's trash. State now, run. You can, now you can buy beer and I think wine, though, at... Uh, Giants, which is like the equivalent of a Ralph's or a Gelson's. Ah, it's it's been a couple of years since I've been to Philly. So. Yeah, dude, but I mean, it's been a struggle for a long time. If you're if you're not there at uh, I think it's nine or ten. Ten's the latest, I think, and then you're screwed. Yeah, I years ago I was working for a girl, and she was dancing at cheerleaders, and I can't. I'm like, I'm gonna pop out the club real quick, buy some bottles for after, <laughs> and it was like ten thirty, and all the stores are closed. I'm like, what the oh, fuck man. is this bullshit? Yeah. Yep, that's how it is, bro. Well, you know the good thing is that the bars out there, the bartenders are normally pretty cool. So once you get in with a bartender, 
It's like you take 10 shots that night and your check's like 20 bucks. You just tip them like 20, you know, uh, take care of them. That, that's the good thing. That yeah. is that is fucking amazing, but right. that also didn't help us very much because <laughs> you know, she's got to dance. I got to watch her. I can't get <laughs> fucked up in the club. Right. Are you good at da- are you good at dancing? No, no. Oh my god, I'm horrible at dancing. No, no, no. I I'm talking like she's got to you know, dance like a strip. Okay. Oh, or oh okay. cheerleaders. Okay. Oh, all right. That's yeah, where yeah. we're going. Okay. No, no, like so I I used to go on the road with, you know, porn right. stars oh, shit. when okay. they would do feature dancing. That's how I've been to Philly. Okay. All right. All right. That's some bullshit actually. Yeah, so <laughs> been through cheerleaders a couple times. Oh shit. All right. But it's like I can't get fucked up in the club because I gotta watch her scoop her dollars, make sure she's okay. She can't get too fucked up in the club because she's got to deal with customers and shit like that. She's got to be on her game. Right, right, man. You had a crazy life. Yeah, that it's just like a life. Pretty wild time. That sounds like uh, sounds like a good time though. Eh, it's it's paid the bills. Most guys would probably like that shit, you know. Yeah, but it's work. Right. And that's the thing. Once you do it for a while, it's it's fucking work. Right, same shit over and over. Yeah. Right. Working in porn and shit like that, people are like, oh, are you fucking all these girls? I'm like, no, I'm fucking working. <laughs> right, right, right. You know how you fuck up your work? Try to fuck all your coworkers. <laughs> right, right, right. Same thing applies, I guess, yeah. Yeah. You it, would think, though, hearing someone from the porn industry, that they, everyone's just fucking. That's what you uh, think. And the, okay, there is a fair amount of off-camera sex that happens. But if it happens, it happens. It's not right. just like, oh, you fuck on camera for a living, you're just going to fuck me. <laughs> right, right, like, right. If there's chemistry between us, yeah, we may fuck. Like right. that's just how right. it goes. Okay, man. Yeah, I never met a porn star. I don't want to. I have a girlfriend, so <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, don't worry. You you're in the rap game for a little while. You will, especially out here. <laughs> yeah, you I know, will. Right? L.A. is the central for that shit, huh? It is. It is yeah. indeed. Yeah. Oh, so you really didn't do any research on this show? Oh, n- not not that much. <laughs> I mean, we. I'm open to whatever, though. I mean, I don't really care what we talk about. You know? Oh no, it's all. We good. can go any direction. No, I just. I mean, like oh, porn stars. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. We have a fair amount of them on this show. Okay, wow. I've actually never met a porn star. Oh well, shit. I haven't I... been in LA long enough. Could have made that happen for you. <laughs> Got you in trouble with your girl. And... Oh my god, she would kill me. She would fly out. Hey, that's one way to get her out here. Yeah, right. I convince her. She's gonna bring the dogs. I got a crazy ass dog. His name's uh, Pinky's giant ass pit bull. He hates everything. So anything that's living that tries to walk by him, he tries to kill. So she has a little chihuahua. We're back at place, and we're going to have to keep him separated, which we did before when we had a place, and it was just fucking nuts. It's crazy. See? The dog's from Philly, too, apparently. I got him when I lived out here before. Oh, really? Yeah. So I lived out here for two years, um, and uh, I was going to Glendale. I was working over at A&B Auto in Burbank. And um, just doing the music thing. Uh, but it was just so expensive. And I just, like, as a mechanic out here, I just couldn't find good enough money to afford what I needed. You know what I mean? And um, so I just decided to go back. You know what I mean? And um, but I found this dog out here, man. My buddy had him. He was fostering him for money. And fucking, he's about to get put down because my boy was moving. So I was like, dude, I love the dog. I'll take him. So Aww. I took him. It's like a heartwarming story, and like you would think that's so nice, but then you'd like go to see him, and he'd be like, rah, 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 you know, and he'd try to bite your face off. <laughs> He's crazy. His name's Pinky. That's what they chose to name him when they found him. Vicious. Pinky. Pinky. Yeah. Right. Right. Who does that? 
someone who wants a mean fucking dog. Like he, he's actually all white, and his his skin is mad pink, so you can almost see it. If he if he gets a little wet, he kind of looks like a mole rat. All right, that, that makes sense. Then. <laughs> yeah. Calling him pink, he makes sense then. Right, right, right. It's like a giant Kim Possible mole rat. That's what it is. <laughs> so, what other shit do you get into in Philly? Uh, like when you're not not spitting into the mic, what are you getting into? So I like playing ball a lot. Uh, I have a lot of buddies. We meet up. We play ball. Um, uh, we uh, tell the truth. Your girl ain't gonna listen to this. You can tell the truth. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, we play ball. We like to go out. You know, boys. We go to the bar Saturdays for boys. You know what I mean? So um, we go out a lot. Um, uh, we play sports a lot though. Surprisingly, I didn't for a while in my teen years. I just wanted to run around and like do bad shit. And then uh, eventually it straightened out, I guess. And now we just play ball a lot, man. Honestly, you gotta stay out of trouble out there because, like, police out there are not like police out here. Or, well, I mean, it's a little different. These police will kind of just let you do whatever, and they're not gonna really pull you over unless you're doing something really bad. But out there, they're gonna pull you over for anything. And, like, do crazy shit, too. Hell, out here, even if you get fucking arrested, you may not get a conviction. Want to hear something fucked up? So one of my guys had a homeless dude break into his apartment while he was in it. He caught this dude cooking food in his kitchen. (laughs) He chases the dude out with a fucking knife. Oh, man. And he fucking, a couple weeks later, finds the dude, gets him arrested. They go to court, and I think they let him fucking plea out of it, and he's not even going to do any jail time for fucking... A home invasion while dude was home. Jeez, that's crazy. Like, you should have just wild. fucking stabbed him. LA is crazy. I mean, apparently you can leave LAX with weed in your bag. Oh, yeah, 100%. You're loading up? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not. No, I can't. I'm not taking any risks like that. Oh, it's, it's more than fine. What happens when you land? Who checks you when you land? That's what everyone's telling me, right? That's what, that's what I'm hearing. Who checks you when you land, right? So Nobody like, checks you when you land. That's true. I know. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to see this time what it's like. I might take a little something. I got some gummies with me. Yeah, Am I allowed to bring that on the plane? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Seriously, if you take them out of a wrapper that says they're fucking weed, how are they going to know the gummies are fucking weed? That's true. That's Here, true. Here's a pro tip for any of the listeners at home. <laughs> they don't teach dogs how to sniff drugs and bombs. They only teach them how to do one or the other. Right. No, seriously, they do. Because they don't want a dog to get confused. Right, right, exactly. Dogs at airports are for bombs. Oh, shit. Man, that's a good thing to know. I mean, I I, I hope that's correct. No, it's correct. Yeah. Now, if you're going through customs, the dogs might be there for drugs. Yeah. But that's customs, not a domestic flight. I do that. I feel like every time I go to the airport, I get sniffed by a canine, though. Well, stop smelling like bombs. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, man. You're just rolling around in fertilizer? Yeah, right? No, that's not me. That's not me. I will be doing it. You sure? You're not going <laughs> to take out some government building? You fucking, uh, you're going to get me cavity searched when I go to the airport, man. Hey, you uh, might enjoy it. You never know. <laughs> nah, not me. Big burly TSA dude, just fucking uh, glove on. Just, oh, oh, man. He's like, think warm thoughts, boy. This is going to be like mighty cold. Jonah Hill movie shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> hey. It'd be a great story for your next album. Rap about Write the TSA. Write a whole song about it. Yeah, about call the... it TSA. Man. Technical. I don't even know what I would I see call the, it. I see the wheels turning. <laughs> it's going to come. I might here. have to come up with something for you and send it to you. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. man. TSA song. They're going to love that. I'll make, a, I'll make a video. I'll just run in the airport with one. I didn't say what. No, I'm just kidding. Take it back. 
Right. Hey, the TSA ain't listening either. At least we can edit it. Oh, I oh. forgot we're not live. Right? No. Oh, perfect. I'm like all nervous here trying to be correct. Oh, fuck that. Woo. All right. Fuck That's a weight that. off my shoulders. I thought we had a... Whew. All right. Oh, yeah. That maybe was not appropriate to say. I oh, no. It, it was definitely appropriate. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. And you're going to run into yeah, a... Now I'm going to say whatever since we can edit it. You're going to run into a TSA checkpoint with your dick out. Be like, what, motherfuckers? What? Yeah, exactly. Fuck them. TSA. I actually brought a... I don't want to incriminate myself either. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. I would not suggest admitting to crimes on the internet. Yeah, that, that's nah. uh, probably probably not this time. Yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna do it. I'll, I'll stray away from that. We'll we'll wait till hour two when you've had a couple more drinks, right. and then. Well, let's get let's get back to uh, um, uh, this trip. So we met uh, this crazy A and R, right? Which was pretty much what I came out for, and um, so my publicist Peyton Smith, shout out him, uh, he he got me on this thing. We met some crazy A and R. I want everyone to blow him up who's going to listen to this. I'm just not going to say his name. But um, uh, I'll tell you after or something. But um, pretty much it was a big one. So he, he gave us his email, and we were the only ones in the whole entire showcase that got his email and connect, which is, like, pretty big. Cause That's huge. You know what I mean? And Which is what I came here for is to get, like, I've been having my Instagram grow, my, my medias and all that. So, boom, that worked out. That was, like, perfect, man. And then while we're chilling there, we see another one that no one was noticing. And fucking we walked right up to him, talked to him, act like we didn't know who he was and shit. And then he ended up hitting us up in the morning and texting us his shit and saying, send us all your music, you know what I mean? And uh, so I'm, I'm hoping one of these goes, goes through, you know what I mean? We kind of blew him up at one point, And then, like, a second later after we blew him up, he posted on a story, don't worry, God is working, putting your music to the right ears. So, you know what I mean? Could be something connected. I'm pretty optimistic. Hey, it doesn't hurt to fucking hope. Mm -hmm. Hope is good. And for fuck's sake, I hope that, you know, a year from now, everyone's going to be looking back in this interview like, oh, you had Osiris on when? Right. You know what I mean? Way before the blow up. You know what I mean? Way before, you know, you stop returning my calls. and (laughs) (laughs) Nah, man. I would definitely come on this if I got big. I think this is a platform that could really grow. And definitely have people fucking with this, man. Because this is cool. It's like shooting shit. People don't always want to see interviews. You know what I mean? No, no one wants to see me, see me sit here with like a list of questions like, so where did you grow up? Where right, did you go to exactly. school? How did you come up with the name Osiris? <laughs> exactly. Because you know it was a ridiculous reason when I was like 14. You know what I mean? I mean, it wasn't too ridiculous. But we won't even talk about nah. it. <laughs> yeah, people are definitely interested where you came from, but it's still not like... The end, I'll be all of what you're about. Right, right. I also don't want to give away too much of my story as I'm coming up. You know what I mean? I want to keep a little... A little mystique? Yeah, exactly. Trying to stay a little mysterious here. Hour two will change that. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll be telling all my answers, everything. Like, this is what it was like the first night I was with my girl. And- oh, man. Here we go. She would kill me for that, too. No, nah, she, she would like it. She would act like she doesn't like it, but she'd love the attention. She would. How long have you been with her? Uh, six years. Yeah, so we've been together for mad long now. It's definitely my girl. We're, you know what I mean? I'm pretty sad with her, so. So why haven't you put a ring on it? I'm uh, in that trouble. Man, she wants one too, man. But you know what? Uh, I moved back from L.A. Um, we had a place out here, but when I moved back, like the situation I was in, it just wasn't good. I, I want to save money. You know what I mean? If I'm getting married, I want to have a kid at least to get married. You know, I don't know. I don't know. A lot of people would think get married, then have a kid. 
I don't know. Hey, it's a tax break. Oh, right. Right. So the kid thing, it helps too with that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you're just looking for tax breaks. Yeah. Me personally, I've talked about this on air before too. I'm not so sure I want the, good, the government involved with my love. Like, yeah. if I'm in love, do I really want to incorporate that love? Right. Because really what you're doing is signing a business contract with another person. Yeah, that's true. And then they can kind of, if anything goes bad, they can kind of take everything you ever fucking work for. Well, prenups are a fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah, but then you know what that causes, asking for that. Uh, I mean, the last time I tried to get married, my lawyer wasn't available, so I didn't get the prenup done. <laughs> Man, yeah, well... I mean, I'm sure most girls probably wouldn't have problems. I mean, you never know, man. You know what I'm saying? Well, and that's it's just how you pitch it. It's like, right. hey, I love you. We love each other. But you never know what's going to happen in the future. And this is just to protect both of us. Right. You, you know, I ain't asking for shit for you that you've earned. You're not asking shit for me. Right. You know, we're just, we're looking out. If this goes sideways for whatever reason, but I love you. I love you so much. Right. But you know that's how you would have to do it you have to get that definitely it's it's just to you know protect each other we're just protecting our future because what happens if you go out and get rich girl i feel like that's probably getting more common nowadays these prenups i think so i think anyone with any fucking common sense would get a fucking prenup unless you're marrying money if you're marrying money right no girl yeah i don't know about a prenup no (laughs) i love you right let's get married right now oh yeah oh man yeah no if i get involved with some rich broad from beverly hills or some shit all my talk about prenups and not getting married is gonna go right out the fucking. oh yeah no definitely i am definitely gonna think about it and i'm definitely a gold digger (laughs) yeah i think most of us would in that situation especially me she could pay for my mixtape or some shit (laughs) you know what i mean right support me in a lifestyle you're accustomed to girl right pay for my mixtape my promo my old ass has a roommate still. I never thought, like, as right. a kid, I'd be like, oh, yeah, my old ass is going to have a roommate well, at you almost know what? 40 years old. L.A. is crazy as fuck prices, man. This is a nice place, so I imagine you guys probably pay pretty coin for this spot, you know? Yeah, we pay a little bit. Yeah, I could imagine. It's in a great location, too, so it's it's nice. You guys are probably living good, you know? It makes it way easier having to being able to cut it in half with someone. I'm yeah, sure. you know, I, I actually did have my own spot before I moved in here, and it was like, shitty spot that i could afford on my own or nice spot that i have to split with someone right nice spot one right that's that's what me and my girlfriend are planning so it'll just be so much easier now because before i was out here and kind of stuck in a situation with the job where i couldn't leave it because like i didn't have time to apply to other jobs because i didn't get off till seven at night and every other job was closed by then and i worked every day but sunday you know what i mean that's and fucking I miserable. I couldn't tell them I was interviewing somewhere else because they just fucking fire you. Exactly. So, yeah, that was tough. So this time, if I do come out, I'm gonna definitely have it planned out, like a good job. I've been going to school and shit now, so get that transferred over. They like to see you in school and shit. You know, what are you going to school for? Uh, sound recording and technology. Oh shit! I should let you run the board tonight. I just get drunk. <laughs> nah, man. You probably honestly know better than me. I did. I did live sound. I was at GCC when I lived out here. I did live sound with the jazz band, but I just did it like four times. And they just taught me a couple of things each time. So it was like nothing real at all. <laughs> that, that is still real experience that goes on a fucking resume. Like, yeah. You know, live sound engineer goes on a fucking resume. You exactly. did the job. Right. Well, I tell I know how to word it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I know how to finesse it. Yeah. Well, That's we got I'm an doing. audience I got to talk to too. You know? Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. I mean, um, wait, I lost it. What were we just saying? 
oh, that you're a live sound engineer and you're about to blow up. Oh, exactly. Yes. So my main thing is I want to learn mixing. You know what I mean? I can produce, I can like do some mixing for my beats, but like vocally is what I really want to fucking be able to do. Because if I could do that, then I can record myself, produce my own shit, mix myself. And then I guess just pay for mastering. But they, they have a lot of like good shit on, online you can master. With you can it. teach yourself how to master too, shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? I mean, it's, it's a lot of, more money. And, yeah, it's a lot of money in fucking plugins yeah, and shit like that. So I might just leave that for some. Plus, you know what? They really don't charge that much just to master a track. Those people, it's pretty affordable. They might charge you like, what, 50 to 100, 100 maybe? Depends 50. on where you're going. Yeah, depends I on, guess. Yeah, depends on what kind of engineer you're dealing with. I have, I have relationships I built with, like, mixing and mastering engineers. You know what I mean? So, Well, in that case, yeah. Fucking if they're willing to do but, it for a hundred bucks and they're reputable, fucking do it. But for the average artist, I would think that most of them would probably have built a relationship with with one. And if you haven't, you sh you definitely should because right? you need that. Be friends with some nerd, right? They'll exactly. Save you hundreds. <laughs> yes, exactly. Hundreds of dollars mixing and mastering is like the biggest drain on money. But it's it's totally needed. It's totally worth the money. You know, not hating on it. It's something needed. Hey, if you take skill, it does one hundred percent. It. Mm -hmm. A mastering engineer is an artist in his own right. Of course, definitely. I totally agree. I and I so I ran a record label back in Chicago years and years ago. Okay. And one of the albums we did we had to have fucking remastered twice and Man. Sending it on to like a much more reputable mastering engineer was fucking night and day. Yeah? Yeah. Really? Man. Huh. I have this whole project ready to release pretty much, except I didn't get a master yet. I was thinking about it, um, my buddy, but I might, we're going to see where I'm going to look. I'm going to have to experiment. I did meet a new connect out here for it, so I could totally utilize that. You should. Yeah. The biggest trick for anyone in the audience that I like to do is when you meet an engineer, take whatever project they're you know, showing you as their part of their reel, their sample. Take it outside of their studio. Listen to it on a different stereo. Yeah, definitely. Because everyone has it catered to how they like it to sound. And uh, that's 100% true. I'll walk into a studio and hear one of my songs mixed. And it'll sound amazing in their shit. And I'll take it out to the car. And I'll be like, what the fuck? Yeah. And any engineer who's like, no, you can't take it out to the car. You don't want to work with. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because you shouldn't have to have it sound good if you have a full studio setup. It's supposed to sound good on these. No, because everyone listening to music doesn't have a correct studio set up. You know what I mean? Right. They have fucking shitty iBuds fucking... In an iPhone. You know what right. I mean? Like an iPad. Well, the beats are nice, but you got to have a quality. Yeah, but how many people are out there just like oh, $15, uh, 15 fucking uh, Skull Candies or whatever? True Some, that. Just like whatever they can get True their fucking that. hands on. And you know what? The shit today sounds banging on those too. Those are even good headphones like to hear shit. And, um, but I'll get a lot of mixes in the studio and put, cause I, I don't spend a lot of money on headphones cause they break all the time. So I'll just buy some shitty ones and the mixes sound so different, but it's like, you could, you could just, I don't know. It's hard to find a good engineer, especially that caters to how your style, like your voices. Cause a lot of them are used to different kinds of artists that sound the same. So a new voice might be. They might have to mix you on a few songs before they find their groove with it. Definitely. And it should be a collaborative process. Uh-huh. 100%.
but you got to find someone you can collaborate with, not someone who's just going to be right. like, this is how it is, or... Well, it's also tough, like, like a lot of my mixes, like, I don't have a lot of time just because of, like, how my schedule is, so I got to send shit out, and then send it, they send it back, then I listen, then I send it back, so people get sick of that sending back and forth shit, they don't like to do that, but, uh, I mean... It's just no time, man. There's no time. There's really no other way for me, at least. Gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. You know, if music isn't paying the bills right now, you gotta fucking pay the bills. Exactly. You know, I have other gigs besides doing this. Right. This fucking podcast doesn't pay the fucking bills right. all the fucking time. Well, you know what? I'm not even ashamed. I embrace that shit. My whole like thing with my music now is like black sheep, average Joe, average O. My name is Osiris, like so I say average Joe, average Joe. I'm just, I'm just like everyone else. You know what I mean? I'm a motherfucker who just makes music. I work a job. Like, I'm just like, I'm like the, just the next average person. And I, f- I go through the same things everyone goes through. And that's kind of my music is like, no one's alone with the shit they feel. Like, I go through the same shit. We all good. Like, push through. Or then you got the other side of me that's like the drink. Fucking Irishmen attack everybody. <laughs> oh shit Speaking of what You need another one Yeah I was gonna ask Yeah you want to throw one Oh yeah You wanna get on a whiskey Alright yeah, yeah, If that's cool with you Of course it is That's good there oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright we'll take it Yeah man My buddy If he was here right now Shout out to my boy Rev If he was here uh, He'd love this show I might, I might take him out Next time I come to LA Alright Next time you're in show. town We'll have you on again Hell sure. yeah man You got support in me I follow your pages now I'm going to be paying attention to Instagram since I'm out of here and not so busy. But uh, I'm definitely going to start watching this, man. I fuck with this. This is, this is a good show. I appreciate it. Cheers. Yeah, cheers to that, man. Bang. You said you're into MMA? Yes, I am. You uh, you watch like all, all the fights and shit? As many as I can. Fucking UFC's putting on too many fucking cards right now. Yeah, they're, they're blowing up right now, man. On ESPN and all that shit? Yep. But- Do you know who I always thought were the same people? Who? Dana White and Joe Rogan. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're just bald dudes. Yeah. And what's his name? Paul Rosenberg. Oh, shit. Or Peter Rosenberg on Hot 97. They all just look exactly alike, dude. I swear. Well, stocky white dudes with no hair. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Except P- Peter Rosenberg, he ain't jacked or nothing. But their heads look the same, at least, you know? <gasps> oh, shit. You thought Joe Rogan. I thought Dana White was Joe Rogan for the longest time. No, nah, Dana ain't that funny. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely not. Joe Rogan's a man. I fuck with him. I've have watched you, a few episodes, but I just started getting into it. Have you ever watched any of his stand-up? Uh, no, but my buddies did, and they all said it was dope. I heard a lot of reviews on it, listening to podcasts. Oh, yeah, Rogan's stand-up is fucking hilarious. I heard it was, like, uh, insensitive, though. To like, oh, yeah, that's half the fun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, mad people are sensitive nowadays, so. I saw a meme the other week that made so, just fucking resonated with me it was how did a whole generation that came up on family guy in south park get offended by fucking everything yeah right you know what i mean like, you know what i don't think it's us anymore i think we are that middle generation it's the younger ones right at the end or right like towards the late parts of that i think it's motherfuckers who are like 18 and younger who are really the ones like that you know just getting fucking offended by everything this shit is crazy it's everyone uh you know what? I'm going to be real right here. I think it's all this feminist movement. It's like, um, it's a lot of stuff, man. Well, here's the thing. I'm all for women being fucking equal. That's fine. That's right. more than fine. I, I mean, everyone, all, all, like, nowadays already looks at women as equal. 
they, uh, they, them old motherfuckers definitely don't. Right, but they're going to die off. And yeah, people but they just, ain't dead yet. They're still in fucking power. That's true. That's true. I mean, so, so the pay thing, that's changing, right? Well, and the pay thing, in all honesty, may not even be 100% accurate. Men do a lot of jobs that women don't do that are fucking dangerous. Right. And, yeah. like and because laborious and stuff like that. That Yeah. Not it, that it's to say that women can't do them, but they just but don't. But traditionally, traditionally, right. how many women firefighters do you see? Right. Or concrete pourers or roofer, women right. roofers. Right. Or high voltage electricians. Right. Not to say they can't do the job, but traditionally that is a male dominated field. Right. Right. So those people get compensated more. It's not necessarily, it's not very often that women do the exact same job as a dude and make fucking 67% of war right. or whatever the dude makes. Right. Also, I am a drunk and not 100% accurate on everything. So please don't at me on this. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> I may don't be, come ask for this. We're just I may be talking out of my ass. Out I may be talking out of my ass. Yeah. We don't use facts. <laughs> Is it? I don't like facts. So I, I do occasionally. I like to Google stuff, but no, nah, I just say it. Nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> nothing, <laughs> wrong. nothing wrong with that shit. Where but, were we? Oh, we were just talking about. So, like the idea of feminism, I have no problem. Oh, with. here we are. Right. I have no problem with. It. Everyone should be for their yeah. Everyone yeah. should be for their own thing. But I feel like, I just feel like everyone that has a movement right now is trying to bring down everyone else's movement. To bring theirs up. Well, and that's the fucked up part is. We shouldn't be able to tell someone, you can't say that unless it's hurting someone. Like, right. I am all for, you can do whatever the fuck you want as long as it doesn't negatively affect someone else. Right. Like, if you're encouraging motherfuckers to go out and lynch some motherfucker, fuck you. Right, right. But if you're just saying something that you think is a, you know. A true fact. A true fact. Or legitimately a, just a joke. Right. That may offend someone. It's their fucking problem that they're offended. Yeah. Yeah. But but what you see like a lot happening nowadays is people rise up over something. Oh. Well, I mean, we could decide if we want to edit edit this out or not. But um the Jesse Smollett. You know what I mean? No, that yeah, that's fucking controversial right now. You know what I mean? So and it's stuff like that. Like, he did that for what was his... What did he think would happen from that if he didn't get caught? You know what I mean? I don't know. I honestly do not... The thought would never cross my mind. It goes me. both ways. Like, the guy, he got shot in his grandmother's backyard. It was a... It was a, a man got shot, like, 20 times by the police in his grandmother's backyard. And they didn't get charged with murder. And he was unarmed. In his own shit, they broke in, fucking shot him. And that's 100% fucked up. Right. And that is a miscarriage of justice. Right, right. right. And with, I hate to say it, but with the the Jesse situation, I was skeptical at first. Like, that doesn't make sense. I'm from Chicago. Okay. The neighborhood he got jumped in. Top of the line or what? It's a nice neighborhood. And Chicago's not MAGA country. Yeah. True that. Like, my buddy who first posted, I'm like, those got to be some motherfuckers from the suburbs. Right. That's what I was thinking. It couldn't have been people from the city doing that. Right. But, I, I mean, I, have, I have of course, believed him because who the fuck would make that up? Right. <laughs> right. Who would lie about that? And then it turns out that he's going to get his day in court. 
you know, this is America. We should still treat people that they're innocent until proven guilty, even if the facts, per, you know, point towards that he's guilty. Right. Yeah. That, that, I mean, I don't know if you should necessarily get charged with something, but filing up, you file a false police report. Yeah. But I'm sure that shit happens all the time. And, and it's it should just be prosecuted the, every fucking time. Yeah, but I don't think you should. Well, well, yeah, if someone's actually getting imprisoned from it, but if it's like a situation where they know it was just bullshit, yeah, no one should ever file a false police report against someone, like to get someone else arrested for something. But when you're just saying it was random people that wouldn't have gotten caught and it would have just been your word, like there was no, until they found the guys, you yeah, know what but I mean? Then you have detectives taking their time away from real cases to solve this high profile case with the fucking celebrity. True that. You know, how many fucking people that got real crimes committed against them you're aren't right. getting and those resources? It, right, and then you get, exactly, aren't getting those resources because you're bullshitting, making people ruin lives and lose lives. Okay, yeah, that's, that's a fact. He should get it then. I, I changed my mind. He probably he probably should be in jail then, at least for a 90-day, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, hit, hit him in the wallet, fucking send yeah. him out for a little while. Yeah, he'll be all right. Yeah. yeah. He'll bounce back. He's a talented motherfucker. County. Yeah, he'll be okay. Oh, that's Cook County. Where, where's that? In in Chicago? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Actually, Chicago's kind of rough. Oh, Cook County Jail is one of the roughest jails in the country. And that's where he's getting charged? Potentially, yeah. Oh. Maybe just a 30-day for him. Yeah. He'll be I'll, all right. If he goes in and just doesn't talk, he'll be all right. Well, they'll probably put him in some fucking special ward away from Gen Pop. None of these celebrities ever. Oh, Robert Kraft. What do you think about that whole thing? The Patriots owner? Aw, shit. The prostitution sting? First and foremost, sex work shouldn't be fucking criminalized in the first place. Okay. (laughs) Like, so rich old dude wants to get a fucking rubber Yeah, what's wrong with that? After he gave Boston like 100 Super Bowls, you know what I mean? I don't care if he's fucking the postal worker in Boston. Right, yeah. You know, if a man wants to spend his hard-earned money on someone who's going to give him some relief, Right. And as long as she's there willingly, who right. the fuck cares? Right. Who gives a shit? Like, it's two consenting adults. It's super fucked up. Like, you could take a, you know, a girl out for dinner, and she's only fucking you because you took her out for dinner. Right. That's perfectly legal. Yeah. True that. But if you hand her a 20 instead of buying that cheeseburger, you're not committing a crime. That is whack. Oh, and that comes with all the... It ties into everything. You know what I mean? Like, it goes back to the other shit we were talking. Women, I feel like, treat men how they don't want to be treated. And then, exp- that's isn't that what it is? That's what I've surmised. I think that's a broad generalization. I think it varies woman to woman. I think it, it's very situational. You know, I don't, I don't think every dude treats women a certain way. I don't think every woman treats a dude that's a certain true. way. That's true. That's true. But I just feel like uh, nowadays, like, like, okay, so if a woman gets raped by a man, he's going to jail and getting, his life is over. Statistically, he's not. Well, yeah, that's true. Which is but super it depends. fucked up. That's super- the other thing. If you're, like a, if you're a white person, you really get off with so much compared yeah. to a black man. Well, that's yeah, crazy. there's that. But I mean, how many rape kits in Philly alone aren't processed? I read an yeah. article. Like, um some crazy shit. Philly's not exactly lit up in all of it. It's pretty dark in a lot of spots. 
you hear bad shit every night, man. People get shot almost like every single night in Philly. Hit by trains. Ugh. My boy was just roofing the other day. And um, he's on top of this roof, putting this roof down. And they look over and there's all these cops. And they literally see them fucking pull the body from the railroad. It's just like a body torn a fucking half. Oh, that is that is gross. Yeah. Just to circle back real quick. <laughs> Philly alone has 600 untested rape kits. Holy shit. A year? No, just total. Oh, my God. But that's still 600 rapes unsolved. Untested? Yep. How does that, how do you un, not test a, a rape kit? They're using public records to uncover the number of untested rape kits in public in police storage. The Philadelphia Police Department has policy to test all rape kits that are collected and taken into custody. I'm looking on the site. Sorry for the folks at home. It is taking a moment to load. But according to, according to endthebacklog.org, Philly has 600 untested rape kits. That's horrible. That's horrible. It would take $910,945 to fund the analysis of the untested kits. $944? No, no. $910,940. Almost a million dollars. Oh, shit. Well, dude, I just heard something today that since 2004, what was it? Um, some state for prison... For police misconduct. Oh, I think it was Chicago. Not surprising. <laughs> 600 something million dollars since 2004 for police misconduct. Let's find out. We have the internet in front of us. And what was it? 300 was like New York or something in the last five years. 300 million police misconduct. That's okay. another thing I would do if I got big in music, man. I would uh, try to help this shit. Chicago has $662 million police, mis Boom. police mis uh, misconduct bill. Yep. And this is an article from 2016. So it's probably higher. In August 2018, they had spent $50 million just that year. <sighs> Bang. Yeah, that shit happens. <laughs> yep. It's, it's horrible. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's costing the taxpayers a ton of fucking money. Yeah. Shit's dark. Yeah. Man, I think about it's so complicated though once you get up into the top because everything you do has like a trickle down effect where like the littlest change in one thing affects something here that affects this over there that affects that over there and that there and that there. So it's like every move has to be so strategic in like everything they do. It's one, who's the move benefit? Does it benefit the people that make the rules or does it benefit the people that don't benefit the people that make the right. rules? Right. Like, I guess somewhere there's a balance, but... Nah, not really. Nah. The poor not get today. fucking shit on. Yeah. Because they can't help the people that make the policy. Yep. And they be doing all this voter suppression shit where there's so many uh, uncounted ballots. Like, if, if they be... they, I heard some podcast before, they were saying, like, if your shit isn't written, like, in a perfect manner, they'll just, like, throw it out or whatever. Depends on where you're at. I mean, yeah. there's also spots where fucking you got to have your ID to fucking vote. Yeah. Even though there's next to no records of people fucking cheating to fucking vote. Right. Right. I mean, I almost understand the ID part, though. That part is the one I can understand. Well, the problem is you get into rural fucking counties in the south and shit like that. Yeah. Not everyone has fucking IDs. Not everyone can afford to fucking pay for a state ID. 
Yeah. We're city folk. Right. And we all got fucking IDs. Like, right. we, we can't make it through fucking life without IDs. Well, I guess you're talking about, like, mountain, like, hills, farm areas. Like, you know, rural Alabama, rural Mississippi. Right. right. Yeah, I guess you wouldn't even need an ID in those areas. No, everyone knows everyone. Right. Even in these mountain areas, I've been in PA, you don't need that shit. Yeah, you know, I guess you shouldn't. I don't know why everyone has to go somewhere for it. It should just be like an automated email thing they send there. Well, you don't want to have it emailed because then hack it. Yep. Yeah. That's that was the problem with the fucking digital voting machines that gave no receipts on how people fucking voted. Man. Super hackable. Yeah. They took one of those fucking machines to one of the hacking conferences and they hacked it in like minutes. Really? Yeah. Whoa. Motherfuckers so then, were unencrypted. <laughs> no way. Yeah. What? So that's definitely what happened then, you think? Uh, I think that the American public made some poor choices. Yeah. I also think that the losing candidate ran a super tone-deaf campaign. Yeah. Were you for that one? <sighs> Lesser of two evils in my mind. Yeah. Sorry for the audience at home that we're getting political. I know y'all yeah, hate, I'm gonna I know y'all hate this minute. shit, but... I know. My People whole, want to hear this opinion, though. You feel me? A real one. Yeah, I've gotten some iTunes hate on expressing okay. this opinion. Not that I'm afraid to express it. I felt that Hillary Clinton ran a super tone-deaf campaign. You have Debbie Wasserman Schultz, who fucked Bernie in the primaries, was kicked out of the DNC for fucking Bernie, and then she immediately took her into her campaign. That's fucking tone-deaf. Yeah. Like, no matter what you think of who should have done what, you don't take someone who was immediately being punished into your campaign. Right. Right. That just looks bad to the public. Right. But it's so fucking, we're, we got this shit in the bag. Right. We're going to fucking win. I thought I thought she was going to win. Everyone it thought seemed she was like gonna... she was going to win. Well, and that's why a lot of people didn't fucking come out to vote. Because everyone just ah. assumed she was going to fucking win. I feel like a lot of that is... Before you really hit like 23 or 24, you don't realize how important it is for you to vote. Because you be... I'm going to be real, dude. I feel ashamed, but I've never voted. Okay? But I only had two options, really. So... Um, and the other one, it just wasn't in the cards for me. So uh, I realize now, like, I have all my friends now that said, oh, I didn't vote, I didn't vote, I didn't vote. And I'm thinking about it like, damn, if that's, like, maybe 10 people in a mile radius that all know 10 people didn't, didn't vote, that's 100 people in just a mile radius. And if it's like that in every mile radius of where I am, then that's, like, thousands and thousands of votes that go uncounted. More than half of Americans didn't fucking vote. Wow. Wow, that's crazy. Everyone who's up in arms about, like, what the fuck's going on? That didn't it should be vote. a law. It should be a law to vote. Well, and that's the thing. They don't want to make it a law because it should be prideful in your country. Type well, shit. no, they don't want to make it a law because if everyone had to come out and fucking vote, the people that are winning might not keep winning. True that. Everyone who's currently in power wants fucking old people, the people who vote the most, to keep fucking voting. Because the generation that's about to fucking die off they're the ones who make fucking policies for you and me that True we're going to have to suffer. They understand how the world works and shit. Yeah. Well, shit we're going to have to suffer through for the next 30, 40 years are gonna, is being decided by people who are going to be long dead. Right. They don't even care. Well, 
they care about what they think is right about enforcing their fucking opinion on us. Right. These are the same people who are like, nah, gay marriage ain't good. Like, right. who the fuck? Who, who gives, gives a, a fuck? Shit. Yeah. yeah. Who gives a shit about who marries who? Right. Like, I think that should be no, no one, marriage should be like whatever. Who gives a shit? Yeah. 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 If you want to spend the money and have the government involved with your love life, more power right. to you. But even that, I mean, like my my woman, like she she wants to get married because it's like a token of it shows love. You know what I mean? It shows like an unbreakable bond. It shows love because society tells her it shows love, not that right. it really shows love. Right? It Actions does. speak louder than words. Exactly. Exactly. But you know, they grow up like dreaming of the day they get married and all. That what shit. you're not dreaming about that shit? You're not dreaming about your big marriage? Well, you know what? I am too. You know what I mean? So I'm, so I'm pro marriage. I'm do pro it, marriage. Right? Do it for you. True that. True that. No, if you're just doing it for her, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Right. If you're doing it because you want to fucking do it, that's the right reason. Right. Nah, man, I do. My my ideal dream of myself, like 25 years from now, would be like I got kids and the family and the house and all. You know, you know, it is the corny shit. You know. You know what my dream for 25 years from now is? What? Still being alive. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, man, I, I'd be I'd be okay if I'm just still alive in 25 well, years. If you stay in LA, you're lucky if it doesn't crack off into the ocean, man. Oh, God willing. Do you believe all that shit? Nah, that shit ain't. Nah, you don't think so? No, no. If anything, the West Side's gonna be underwater at some point. But that's not like a West Side problem. Yeah, um, dude, I'm in all into these conspiracies. I'd be like waiting for the day that all the earthquakes happen and the volcanoes all erupt and fucking. And we gotta have some Mad Max shit going on. Yes, I almost like kind of want it to happen sometimes because I'm like, man, I'm gonna be like that bitch from Resident Evil. I'm gonna just fucking destroy people. <laughs> You gonna be Mila Jovovich? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get my hair like her and everything. <laughs> I hate to break it to you, your tits won't be that nice. Yeah, right. I'm gonna have to quit rap to do that. I'm gonna start training now. You still, your tits still won't be that nice, <laughs> man. Sorry to break it to you. Oh shit! You will never be Lulu Dallas multipass. <laughs> that's a pretty badass movie though. Have you seen them all? Uh, I've seen a couple of them. They're all right. They're... I, I like the action shit. Pun- Punisher TV show you watch? Oh yeah. You, oh yo, have you seen The Last Kingdom? It's on Netflix. I have not seen that one yet. Yo, dude, this shit is crazy. It's the fucking. It's about the the British people, the English people back in the day, versus all the Vikings, the Danes, and dude, it's the most badass shit ever, dude. I I watched three seasons while I was here. Jesus, go out. You're no, I was out, but it was like you get home at like two in the morning, you're drunk, you watch TV till like four. I don't know. <laughs> I don't really sleep a lot. Like, so I'll sleep like five hours, wake up again at nine. You know what I mean? And then I'll like wake up, play ball, go outside or something. I don't know. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. The last thing I fucking binged was the Umbrella Academy. I heard that was good. I heard it was great, actually. And then I went to go check it out, and it just. Seemed like a rip off of X Men to me. It kind of is. Yeah, it definitely kind of is. I thought it was all right. I enjoyed it. I mean, I binged the fuck out of it. I watched it in like a day. Yeah, I heard it was good. I mean, people did give it good reviews. It was enjoyable. I also will go on record and say that I thought some of the writing was fucking lazy. Yeah, the show takes place in 2019, right? Mm-hmm. You haven't watched it yet, right? I saw the first episode and it didn't draw me in. I turned it off halfway through. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. My my point of contention with this movie or the show. Spoilers, motherfuckers. I'll just throw that out there. Spoilers. 
the show takes place in 2019. There's not a single fucking cell phone in sight. And they're using old school fucking writing tactics to cause tension. Like, oh, I can't find this character. Right. right. Like, the show takes place in 2019. Why is no one picking up a fucking phone? Right, right, right. Yeah, they they don't have the internet or fucking cell phones in this, or in this show. Outdated. Yeah, which is just old, outdated writing techniques. The thing about it is the original comic book takes place in the 70s. That's what I was thinking. I was trying to figure that out. It seemed like people were referring to it as something before. So it had a comic before? Yeah, it was a comic book originally. So, so who created that? Was it Marvel of, or DC? Or? I don't even know who the original publisher was. But do you know one of the writers is the dude from uh, My Chemical Romance? That made this? Yeah. What? Ger- Gerard Way, the lead singer of My Chemical Romance, is one of the writers of the Umbrella Academy. No way. Yep. And it came out when? 2004 was the original comic oh man okay so like at the height of my chemical romance okay, too yeah right i was in like sixth grade then man fifth grade you're making me that. feel fucking old we was like all in the lunch line like singing the song like thinking we were so sick anytime we got in a, in a room with a piano we was playing that shit you know what i mean <laughs> you're making me feel so fucking old right now you know i i graduated high school in the 90s oh yeah yeah oh man chicago yep oh how how is uh how was growing up in Chicago? Yeah, it was all right. I feel like I'm part of a great generation because I got to experience what life was like pre cell phone, pre fucking internet, like motherfuckers showing up at your house to go do shit. Right, right. I always wanted to say I wish I was like a teen in the nineties. I always say that. Me and my girl always say that we had the same mind like that. Yeah, no, I started high school in ninety five, so Man. So that was like I feel like that might have been like one of the best times in America was the nineties. It was great. It was fucking great. We went to shows. Me and my friends just hung out like outdoors smoking cigarettes or in coffee houses. Yeah. Oh, you would smoke indoors. <laughs> yeah. I would have loved that. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, actually, I don't know. I smoke indoors now at my buddy's houses. I don't like it. Yeah, all but the at time. like public places like bars and fucking like. Oh, like, you know what? In Philly, they actually have a lot of bars still that you can go in and smoke at. They're just like, we'll pay the fine. There is no fine. Oh, I actually, I guess maybe I have there no idea. There has to be a fine. There's, unless you're in the deep south. Oh well, the ones that you can smoke at, you can't buy food. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so that's what it is. But you could buy as many drinks as you want. They're like party halls. So, I mean, it's a it's a real bar. Like Doylestown is the town that you go to, and it's like the high class shit of the burbs of Philly. You feel me? So, uh. It's got one floor, which is like a standard bar, pool tables, whatnot. Up upstairs, it's uh, it's just like a giant party hall with another bar. Everyone's just dancing. There's a DJ up there downstairs. People playing pool, you know, having a good time. More mead. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I be watching this Last Kingdom shit, man. I be fucking just talking like gl- a fucking Viking. Tis for the glory, you know. So, do you ever want to go to fucking Scan- Scandinavia? Check out that part of the world. I would love it, dude. Apparently, I'm Norwegian, so. My uncle did uh, the DNA test. Oh, he fucked you, man. Why? Because that shit's on file with the FBI now. Dude, that's what my homie said to me. He literally told me not to do it. They just caught a dude up in Minneapolis for a cold case murder. He did 23andMe or some shit or one of those services. They got a DNA hit on a fucking cold case murder. The FBI tailed his ass to a hockey game and got his napkin from when he ate, ran the DNA versus... That murder, boom, arrested. No way. Yup. So did he do it? He did it? I don't know if they've convicted him yet, but they it's, arrested him on it. 
the DNA says he did it. Uh-huh. Man. Well, shit, I didn't do anything. Yeah, it's still a genetic re- relative did that shit. Oh, that's what he was saying to me. So even if someone did something before me and my blood or whatever was the same as them, I'm they getting charged you, with it. They make a partial shit. Like, so uh, BTK, you know, uh, the BTK killer from like Kansas City area? No. Okay. He's a serial killer from the 70s and he resurfaced in the early 2000s. When they had a suspect in mind, they took DNA from his daughter. She willingly gave it up. Okay. And since she was nearly a fucking match, they used that as evidence to proceed against him. Okay. So when motherfuckers are genetically related to you and just giving up that data, don't commit crimes is what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not trying to commit crimes, but my buddies are all warning me about that. But that's like the most interesting shit to know is to know your your fucking background and your heritage, you know what I mean? Yeah, know your heritage. Have the FBI have your di- genetic data. Mm. Yeah, I know. But you know what I think to myself? I just got one of them PA medical cards. I'm already on the list out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Apparently everyone, that's the other thing they're all telling me. If you're out in PA and you're getting a medical card, you're on some list, you can't get a gun, all this shit. I already can't get a gun, so I don't care. Oh, convictions? <laughs> uh, yeah, but I probably just would just not put that in there. Actually, I don't it's know. It's already really, in your bio. Fuck it. You're right. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. It's there. Yeah, it's in your bio. I was going to ask I've, you about I've it. I've done some things. Nah. So <laughs> what happened? What 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 happened? Oh, man. You know what it was, man? Uh. I don't want to get so deep, but I was like a young kid. My my pops passed away, you feel me? And I was mad young. Um, I just didn't have guidance, dude. That's what it was. No guidance, no discipline. And yeah, and then, you know, like when you go away and you're like that, you still don't get it. You know what I mean? So you just keep going away and keep going away. And then eventually they let you off and put you into the real world. And you went in when you were 14, you're coming out, you're 19. You know what I mean? So it's like, that's kind of what happened to me. And then I had to learn from there. You know what I mean? So I try to talk to a lot of people in that situation. That's who I really want to appeal to is like people who are stuck in situations. So I got to know, is it negatively impacting your life to this day from that shit that happened? No, not anymore. Uh, I mean, yeah. So I did something. Oh, well, the, the father shit. Well, that, I, well, I meant being in the system. Uh, I mean, it, it, it is until October. <laughs> is that chicken expunged or? Uh, it will be, but I have to wait five years. But it doesn't matter because I don't have anything too crazy on there. Like, What did you have to go away for if you don't mind me asking? Um, like I had like... You know, drunk fighting shit. And then uh, I had a DUI, which is crazy because these cops, uh, you know what, fuck it. I'm on a platform right now. I'm going to say, bro, I blew under the breathalyzer three times. They fucking, they tried to tell me, um, they tried to put me on the, uh, make me sit there and wait 45 to an hour so I would go over the breathalyzer limit. And what they they thought you wouldn't that you would metabolize more alcohol that you would exactly, but it takes fifteen minutes to metabolize a shot. Well, I don't know what happened, but I blew three times and I was under it because 
I like did some weird shit when I blew into it, and it worked. And it fucking it's oh, well, felt like a normal blow. So give, give the pro tip to the audience at home. Shit. I like kind of like held my breath and tried to let air from like my nose area go in instead of like my lungs and my back of my throat type thing. Like I tried to like I don't know filter it as it went out type shit. I might be an idiot, but I watched it go to less than point zero eight. It fucking three times. He turned to the other cop and was like, he passed. And then they like pull him out. Walked in the straight line, told the alphabet backwards with one foot, standing on one foot with one finger on my nose. Told the alphabet backwards. I've never done that in my life. And but I did it for that moment because I knew how serious it was. And how they still fucking charge you? Because there were no cameras on. Yeah, but the breathalyzer, like, that's fucked. There's no proof. I had no proof because we went in court and asked them about all this shit and they denied everything that happened because they knew there were no cameras. His In court, this motherfucker was sweating <laughs> like this, dude, and he's answering all his questions. like, And we like, I couldn't do anything about it because there was no cameras that were there. So That's fucked. Yeah. Why do these fucking cops have such a fucking hard on getting a fucking conviction If you look you? up my borough... Um, there's mad corrupt shit that goes on. They, our one, our borough, our county is one of the most corrupt counties. They say, like in the U.S. type shit, like the police corruption with us. The last like three police chiefs have all been like convicted and like jailed and shit. Holy shit! Yeah, it's pretty wild out there, dude. A cop shot himself and then blamed it on a group of kids, and fucking then like months later they found out he shot himself. Yeah. So this is the shit you should be saying to your girl to fucking leave with. Yeah, you know what? I, I understand that. But uh, it's just so, I don't know. It's crazy having to move across the country. You know what I mean? I mean, It's I exciting, did it. but it's I did like. It. So. Yeah, well, yeah, you're right. You did do it from Chicago. It, it's a tough move, though. You know what I mean? Pick up everything. Plus, I got, you know, f- all my family is in Philly, you know? This is what I say to everybody. Who are you living your life for, for them or you? True that. I'd be thinking about this last kingdom shit. I'd be, I need to be more of a Viking. Just be like... I mean, for fuck's sake. <laughs> they still have airplanes. You can go back. Philly ain't gonna burn to the ground. That's true. That's true. California might fall into the ocean now, I feel like. Wouldn't it be a fucking party to be here for? <laughs> yeah, right? If I had a boat. I'd hey. keep a boat on my balcony if I get a crib here. Right, just move to fucking Venice. Get a fucking <laughs> place on the canals. Have a boat on the canal. That's true. That's true. Yeah, because it's that easy, though, right? Man... I would totally get a boat and restore it. I have I, no idea how, but I would totally do it. I know motherfuckers who live in the marinas and just live on their boats. That's sick as fuck, I think. So you could just do that shit. That's badass. I but, like fishing. You like uh, fishing? I ain't done it in so long. Oh, man. As I, an adult, I feel like it's something I should like. So this is a sport where I just hang out and drink until something happens? There you go. It, dude, fishing is fucking great. I used to fish all the time. My buddy uh, now, he runs boats out of... um. Uh, Somewhere in Orange County he does, but um, he fucking, dude, we used to go on these boats as kids and fucking um, catch, like, f- four pounds of, like, sculpin, halibut, uh, like, all types of fish, man. Bass, all types of shit. Sculpin's pretty good, too. Have you ever had sculpin? I don't know. It's like a little red poisonous fish. The barbs on it, but it's banging. Maybe. I'm... <laughs> Only if they served it to me in a sushi spot, lying to me and like, yeah, this is totally tuna. Cool. Yeah, right. Oh. I don't know if they would serve it sushi. Maybe they do. Oh no, what's fucked up is, I'm not a sushi guy. I don't like sushi. Why don't you like sushi? I don't know, man. You know what I eat? I eat the California roll. 
I can't do like more than three pieces of sushi. Why? It just like something is upsetting with me. I like cooked meat, dude. That's what I like. I like steak and chicken. Oh just yeah, I like that gods. shit too. Raw fish all day though. It's for the kings. See, I'm not I'm not about cooked fish unless it has a fucking shell. You don't like cooked fish? No. You know what? The only fish I really say I eat is probably like salmon. And uh I mean I would eat anything anyone put in front of me that's fucking protein. You know what I mean? Sushi's all fucking protein. Yeah, except sushi. Sushi's the one I want. I don't know, man. The raw shit. I like things cooked. I don't like raw shit. I won't do raw eggs. A lot of people do that. Yeah, I don't really fuck with raw eggs. Well, what else is raw that people eat? Like, people be eating raw steaks and shit. Yeah, that's I'm weird. just kidding. I'm joking. I oh, never no. met anyone that does I mean, that. I, I actually have, I've actually had raw steak before. Oh, yeah? I mean, I did that shit in Japan. Oh, yeah. I was in a high wood. Temp- I'm sure it wasn't like a dog. No, it was definitely not. <laughs> Kobe sashimi. Like Kobe fucking. Oh, I've heard of that. Okay. So it was like raw Kobe with so- soy sauce. You picked up with the chopsticks, boom, in the soy sauce, in your mouth. It was fucking melted. It was amazing. Oh, it was good? Oh, it was good as fuck. Oh, they don't cook it at all? You can definitely get it cooked. Yeah. But like this place, it was just like, yeah, we serve it raw. You it's said you the- went to Japan? Been to Tokyo twice. I do not want to go to other countries really too bad. Why not? That fucking hostile shit, bro. That's fucking fiction. Yeah, I don't know. That's fucking fiction. I have been on six continents. I would never go to, like, Mexico. I feel like that shit is... Tijuana's a lot of fun. Really? Yep. You know what, man? I was just in Colombia in September. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Bogota's fucking rad. I went to... uh... Well, the other thing is, like, my boy, he's a big gamer, right? Shout out my boy Graham and uh, Brady. Uh, They're big gamers, and fucking they'd be, like, doing pro shit. They went out to Spain for a tournament in fucking, oh, maybe I shouldn't have mentioned them. But anyways, bad shit happened to them in Spain by locals. What happened? Oh, don't get mad at me, guys. He fucking got, uh, like, while he was there, he was drinking with his buddies, right? And when they weren't looking, like, people slip shit in all their drinks and, like, fucking literally fucking beat the shit out of all of them and took all their shit. Was this uh, Barcelona, Madrid? Where? Yep, Barcelona. Mm. I haven't been to Barcelona. I've been to Madrid, had no problems. I went to Barcelona once. So I went there on a, when my father passed. My mom got, like, me, my sister, and our friend family. Like, a, we all went on a cruise together, you know what I mean? And uh, I went to Barcelona. That was sick. Barcelona, it was cool being in the other. I was drinking. I was like fucking 14, dude. And That's was, what you got to love about Europe. You yeah. see over the bar, you can fucking drink. Right? You know what I mean? I actually, uh, some chick went to my high school. So when I went out there, I was on the boat with one of her good friends and me. And so me and her were like, yo, let's hit her up. So we hit her up and because it, it did like this whole little, like, little Europe shit. It was a cruise, you know? So we stopped in France. And that's where the chick was living. So she took us. We got away from our families at 14 in France. And I, she ordered me like a 40. I had a mug like this big. I'm on the beach as a 14-year-old with a fucking French, with a French pack of uh, a cigarettes. 14-year-olds, giant 40, f- f- like a French pack of cigs on the beach, bro, in the sand with my feet in the sand, just chilling, drinking, smoking. Sounds like fucking heaven. It was, dude. I literally fell in love. So why don't you want to see more of the fucking world? So I would go there in Japan, dude. I've always been mad interested in Japan. I love the technology and like everything I see in movies there. Tokyo's fucking amazing. Sorry to the audience because I I go on Tokyo tangents 
Okay. Like once every three episodes or so. Okay. But That's one of the places I want to go to the most in the world. Like, I have been to... But I don't want to go to like China or North Korea or Thailand or Puerto Rico or... What, what's wrong or maybe Puerto Rico, but not... What's wrong with Thailand? Oh, Thailand. I'm definitely not going there. Oh, ever. shit. It's wild in Thailand. It's fucking supposed oh, to be awesome. Yeah, I'm staying away. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. No, I be hearing about Thailand is where the shit goes down, bro. I be hearing that that's where people get fucking captured and cut up and fucking all types of shit. And guess what? That ain't gonna be me. <laughs> Here's the thing. America has horrible crime rates everywhere, right? Right. So, you're from a major fucking city. Act like you're from a major fucking city. And just because you're in another country, don't act like a fucking idiot. Yeah. And you'll be fucking fine. That's true. But the thing with me is I love acting like a fucking idiot. Well, yeah. play stupid games, get stupid prizes. That's true. But I feel like I have a lot of great nights when I just, like, dude, I'm an Irish man. So, like, when I get drunk, I want to fucking, like, not necessarily be violent, but I'm just fucking rowdy. You know what I mean? Oh, like, no, I've definitely done some rowdy shit. Like, yeah. The last trip to Tokyo, once again, apologies to the audience, <laughs> I got so drunk, I fucking fell asleep at a train station for two hours in a planter. Oh my god, no way. Yeah. No one called the cops on you? No. What happens if you get caught in Tokyo by police? Nothing what is, good. What are their laws in Tokyo? I no. heard shit was actually kind of crazy out there for the laws. The laws are fucking crazy, but no one's fucking with you if you're just passed out drunk. Okay. If you do something violent, it's bad news. You get caught with drugs, it's bad news. Okay. Like, I, I've told this story on air before. One of my guys just flippantly asked a friend of a friend who happens to be like low low level yakuza guys. Hey, can you get me weed? Oh, I heard that shit's crazy out there. Crazy the illegal. Yeah, the weed shit is insane. They say I heard that heroin is less illegal than weed. It's all really fucking illegal. Oh, okay. They got him the dime bag, and this is just a fucking dime. They told him, "Don't get on the subway. Take a cab back to where you're staying. If you were caught with this." Do not say anything to the police. Call this number for a fucking dime bag. Damn. And what happens if you call the number? Uh, I don't know what would have happened, but I have a feeling we would have owned some people some favors. Oh, man. Yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, probably. I'm sure that would have happened. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, we didn't have to call anybody. Man. But. See, so you can't fly over there from LAX with some shit in your bag, right? No, hell no. <laughs> I actually need to follow up on it. Some dude flew from Atlanta to Japan with a gun in his carry-on. Like, made it through TSA with a gun. And then when he made it to Japan, was like, oh, I have this gun. I fucked up. So I, and what I, did they do to him? They just I like, don't know. They're I, like, ah, well, I guess you're good because you showed us. When I saw the article, they there was no discussion of what happened to that dude. Man. But if you're arrested in Japan, everyone's in solitary confinement. Like, they Holy just put shit. everyone in solitary there. They just have an individual cell? Because crime's so low there that they have the space to just solitary everybody. Oh, shit. And I read, because on the first trip I was paranoid about it. I don't know why, because I'm not there to commit crimes. But they're like, if you're on medications, the Japanese government's not very good about getting people their medications. They just throw you in solitary. Yo, have you seen A Prayer Before Dawn? I have indeed. Dude. That's why you're not about Thailand. Yes. Well, partly that. I think that is gnarly, dude. Yeah, see, that when I envision Thailand, that's what I think about, like, most of the shit, like... Don't be a drug dealer in Thailand, then. Yeah, well, you know I won't, but... <laughs> I mean, that movie was crazy, dude. Shout out to 
Fucking Billy Mo. That that I love true stories, man. No, that movie was rad. That movie was fucking I love rad. That. that that became like one of my new favorite movies after I watched that. I put like twenty people onto that shit. Oh yeah. No, I saw the trailer for it and I'm like, oh I gotta see this. And then I never saw it in theaters. Came out on iTunes. I just bought it without watching it. Like watched it. I'm like, yeah, this movie was pretty dope. Dude, I I I never saw a commercial for it. See, that's the other beautiful part about LA. There's fucking trailers for weird indie movies yeah, like that. Right? You know what I mean? I think that movie was worthy of like a award or recognition or something, bro. Oh no, it's beautifully shot. Yeah, it's fucking shit beautifully was amazing, shot. dude. It was an amazing movie. Shout shout out to them. But everyone I know has gone to Thailand, had a good fucking time. Really? Yeah. I don't know, yo. So some dude, it was me and my girl when we lived back here in L.A., right? He, uh, my girl's friend was over and she was like talking to some dude or whatever. So he comes, he's wearing some pants. He's like, oh yeah, I just got them in Thailand, right? And they're like some big flappy shit. And my dog Pinky sees him come in and they're flapping all around. And he literally runs right up and just rips this guy's pants right off, dude. Destroys them in like five seconds. It was like, and just pulled him off. Bad dog, bad this dog. dude was so mad at me for his pants. I'm like, bro, I'll pay you. I'll give you $100. Just relax. He was like, I gotta go. I'm like, all right, pussy, whatever. I can't replace him. Your $100 ain't gonna replace his tie pants. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He could go online. I'm sure he'd find him again. No, yeah, it's not the same. Not thing. the same. It's man. not. But what was I doing? I grabbed him. You know what I mean? I couldn't. There's no letting my dog doesn't let go. Once he grabs on, he's decided. You know what I mean? So Thailand's out. You want to go to Japan. Where else do you want to go in the world? I would go back to Spain. I would go to Germany. Germany's fun. Australia. Australia's fun. I would like to go to Brazil, but I probably wouldn't. Brazil's fucking mad dangerous right now. Yeah. You're worried about Thailand, and you're like, I'll go to Brazil. Well, I want to go to Brazil, but I know it's dangerous as fuck. So like, they are having armed fucking fights between the street, you know, the police yeah. and fucking motherfuckers with AK-47s just daily. Yeah, so I can't go there. That shit's not happening in Thailand. I don't want to be over there. But, um, <laughs> and uh, where else would I not go? I actually... Though, if you go to Australia, I would suggest being single before you go. Oh, I've Aust- heard. Australian girls are into American dudes for some reason. Yeah. Like, yeah, I've heard. I just had girls buying me drinks. Oh, my gosh. Like, just in a bar by myself, and girls are just buying me drinks. I'm like, this is happening? Cool. That's crazy. Hey, yo, I got all the homies watching this, too, right there. What's good, everybody? Oh, man. Yeah, man. If I went to Australia, that'd be sick. I, I actually kind of want to go to Africa. Maybe. I've been to South Africa. I heard that, that that's amazing there. All I got to see. No, I don't know about South Africa. I'm bad at geography, but I heard that Africa is a really great place. Well, Africa is a giant fucking continent. Not so. in the like bad areas, but <laughs> obviously like the the like big cities and like the nice. What are you talking about, Nio- Na- uh, Nairobi? Nairobi. What are the main places that people visit? And I'll tell you when I hear. Well, I mean, Egypt's in fucking Africa. So I heard that is not cool, but I heard they had crazy ass cars over there. I heard they had super dope, like, giant V8 and V12 engines over there. Like, six, seven liters, like, like common as hell. Are you talking about, like, in Saudi Arabia or some shit? Or? Egypt. Egypt. Yeah. In Egypt? I don't know. They have, like, crazy new Mitsubishi, or not new Mitsubishis, but, like, different types of Mitsubishis and all types of that stuff. I don't know. I've so never awesome. been to Egypt. The only place I've been to in Africa is fucking South Africa. How, how was it? Cape Town was an interesting fucking place. Oh, okay. Cape Town, I heard, was... 
a little crazy. Oh, it's definitely crazy. Yeah. And all my international travels, that is the only place I've ever had any problems. Okay. I got fucking pickpocketed in fucking South Africa. No way. Yep. Wow. I know exactly who did it too. Really? Came over, you started talking to shit? Well, like, so, like a fucking asshole, I'm wearing black leather cowboy boots in fucking South Africa. <laughs> right. Like, oh, hey, American tourist, right. what up with your fancy boots? Right, right. And the what fucking, the homeless people and the panhandlers are mad aggressive down there. Yeah. Like, you, they hear an American accent, they will follow you for blocks asking oh, for money. Oh, shit. Like, you're just going to be like, fuck off, dude. I'm not giving you money. Fuck off. Really? So this dude rolls up to me. I'm at a, on a bar patio, like, 3 o'clock in the morning, drunk, with some people I just met. Right. And this dude rolls up to me. Yo, man, nice pants. Nice pants. Or nice boots. I'm, he tugs on my pants. And he's like, nice boots, nice boots. I'm like, yeah, fuck off, man. I'm not giving you any money. Right. Security shoes him away. The South Africans are like, oh, you got to watch out, man. That dude will steal your cell phone. Like, thanks for saying something while he's fucking here. Right. I checked my pockets. I got a mobile Wi-Fi. And like, this is before you can just get data packages anywhere. Right. Mobile Wi-Fi is gone. Oh, man. But in the grand scheme of things, he got my fucking mobile Wi-Fi. That's I didn't it. get my phone, didn't get my passport, didn't get my wallet. <sighs> Those are the most important. Imagine losing a passport, bro. Oh. That's so, like one of my worst fears if I went to another country. Well, especially because in South Africa, the U.S. consulate's in Johannesburg. <sighs> Is that far from where you was at? Uh, it was a two-hour flight. Holy shit. And how are you going to get on the flight? Yeah. <laughs> that would have been a little bit of a problem. Damn. Damn. But I was fine. I spent 30 bucks the next day, bought a new mobile Wi-Fi, and went about my day. There you go. That's an easy, simple fix. Yeah, easy, simple fix. Hey, what's good, Brady? Ms. McLaughlin, what's up? I got my whole squad's family-wise right now. Nice. nice. <laughs> but, you know, that's the worst thing that's ever happened to me, traveling abroad. Yeah. And yeah. Cape Town is fucking violent. That's what I heard. Cape Town is wild. But I heard there's some nice areas. Oh, no. The, 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 the Central Business District, for the most part, pretty nice. Besides yeah. getting pickpocketed Camps Bay, which is like their Miami Beach area, fucking rad. Oh, you know where I kind of want to go? Jamaica. Jamaica, bro. I see the beach pictures and shit like that. The, the clear-ass water. It's like diving into like a smart water or like a Fiji bottle or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That shit looks banging. I'm down to do Jamaica at some point. I want to go back to Cuba. Cuba? Oh shit! Is that is that the same type of thing? They got like clear water. They got and clear nice fucking waters and stuff. And no Americana. Man, it was, <laughs> it was amazing to go to a place. No Starbucks. No McDonald's. No yeah. fucking bullshit. No internet. So is it is it really like third world over there? It's not necessarily third world. Like they have internet, but the way you got to do it is got to buy a prepaid card. Man, and go to a public hotspot and log in with Man, that prepaid card. There, wow. Yeah, fuck and so that. So is it like? I mean, I've never been there, so I don't know, and I don't look up geography in other places. So, do they have like, like, like buildings and shit like that? They definitely have buildings. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a lot of old Spanish architecture. Okay. So, like a lot of crazy, like old plazas and shit like that. Okay. I uh, think that's kind of sick. Actually. No, no, it's dope. Look, yeah. I had such a good time in Havana. Man, that's crazy. So how did you get there? You just took a flight there? Just took a flight. I got on one of the first U.S. flights that were allowed into Havana when Obama let that shit happen. Are they? They're part of America, right? No. They're like allies? No, not at all. What what are they with Uh, us? Oh, we have an embargo. You can't can't legally trade with them at all. Right. Uh, Technically, you cannot enter Cuba. Actually, not even technically. 
you cannot enter Cuba as a tourist by U.S. law. You have to. So only... that's what I'm saying. How did you get there? I went for journalism. Oh. Okay. I recorded two podcasts in Cuba. <laughs> I'm yeah. a journalist, sir. So who'd you record in uh, Cuba? With my drunk friends. Okay, perfect, dude. That's nice. You had a little setup there. Yeah, like for 10 you. of us went. So how hard was that to get set up? So Obama loosened it to the point where you just have to sign an affidavit with the State Department when you leave. And you basically, they, the airline hands you a sheet of paper with like the 13 reasons you can legally go into Cuba, and you circle one. That's it? Yeah. Oh, man. And supported the Cuban people's one of them. Yeah, I don't know if I go to Cuba. You said you had a good time in Cuba? I had Cuba? a good time. No problems? None. Really? Our ho- our Airbnb hosts were like, yo, if you guys end up in the wrong neighborhood and like it's a bad spot, they're going to fucking tell you to leave. They're not going to fuck you up because this is a military dictatorship. Right. The last thing they want is to suffer the consequences of, of fucking with Americans. Right. Man. I wish everyone just got along, though, really. Second that ain't ever going to happen. Nah, but I would never go to, like, I don't think I'd go to Russia ever. Oh, I want to go to Russia. Yeah? Oh, yeah. I am Russian and German by ancestor by ancestor descent. <laughs> I'd be doing that shit all weekend. After Fuck yeah, I want to go to Russia. Yeah. Have you seen Russian girls? They're fucking hot. Yeah, I have a girlfriend, man. I don't look at girls. Yeah, as he man. says on his, <laughs> as his live broadcasting and she's probably watching. Yeah, right, exactly. So, what the audio audience can't see is he's just like, yeah, I have a girlfriend. I, I'm totally right. Exactly. I'm gonna I'm gonna take it off the live. Too. He's gonna t- take it off the live so he can actually say some real actually shit. Actually, answer these questions, man. I don't even know how to get off. It's trying to trap me in here. But Russian women are beautiful. There's a lot of fucking history in Russia. The U.S. dollar goes still pretty fucking far there. Yeah. Apparently, there's some shit going on outside. The U.S. dollar, I feel like, is bad in every other country. Not at all. I went to Canada, and everything there, like our dollar... is still a little stronger than theirs. Is it? Yep. Or maybe it wasn't when I went. I went when I was young. No, it's always been a little stronger. Really? Previously, it was a lot stronger. Everything was more expensive in there. That's entirely possible. Oh, okay. But you go to other places like... Dude, when I was in Colombia in September, the median income is three fifty-seven U.S. a month. Do you know how minimum che- income? No, is- no, like the median. Like the oh, average oh. person makes three fifty-seven U.S. a month. U.S. dollars. The equivalent in, of in Canada? No, in uh, Colombia. Oh my God! But so, what's their cost of living? Next to nothing. Okay, so like we were doing fine dining almost every night for like twenty bucks a head. Wow. The Airbnb that three of us got was sixty dollars a night, split three ways. Wow, that's perfect. Yeah, like. We were Ubers down there. We were taking Ubers for like four bucks, you know, five my, bucks. My girlfriend actually has a, um, she has a girlfriend that went to, it was either Costa Rica or Puerto Rico or whatever, but uh, she fucking lives there and like loves it and has a boyfriend. They like live in a hut with chickens and shit like that, like and surf. And with hey, the they're fucking happy as shit. Like, yeah. I mean, she loves it, but apparently like it's a cool life, like doing that shit, you know? Hey, whatever makes people fucking happy. I'm not here to judge other people's fucking happiness. Sure, straight up, straight up. But all I'd be thinking about all the time is music. I literally just be getting obsessed with this shit. Well, and there's nothing wrong with that. But you should go out and experience the world that'll inspire your music. I know, I know. I'm always caught. I just want to write so much music. I feel like I didn't write that next song, so I just want to write another one. But I kind of, I, I get the balance because I know you got to go experience to have more to write about. So 
Like, that's why I came out here, you know what I mean? Which I'm grateful for. I made great connects. I uh, had a productive time. Got to sit down with you. You know what I mean? Oh, we ain't done yet, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're just getting going, you know what I mean? Yeah, refill? Yeah, yeah. Throw it on. I was going to say, have you ever, uh, I mean, we could edit this part out. Do you ever, like, take a smoke break or anything? Yeah, occasionally, but it makes fucking, yeah, when it was just audio, it was really easy to just pause it and come back to it. Yeah. Now it's video, like, I am not a great video editor. I'm an yeah. okay video editor. Pausing video and editing that, a little more difficult. Okay, all right, no worries. And we're an hour and a half in. If you can survive another half hour. Well, I can. I definitely could. I definitely could. I unfortunately yeah. can't smoke tonight because I have to have a medical fucking appointment for life insurance tomorrow. So they're going to test oh, it. Man. I, they're going to test to see how much tobacco is in my system. So. Oh, shit. You can't smoke tobacco. Man. Yeah, I'd be telling all the doctors I don't smoke when I go there to visit them. Oh, well, shit. Maybe you should have that. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't think your doctor's going to watch yeah, this I shit. Mean, so. Like, I'm a cigar smoker and I don't smoke that much. I fair amount, but. Okay. No, I'm. I'm a cigarette smoker. I quit that a long time ago. I want to stop. I literally woke up this morning and I was like, tomorrow's my last day. So here's how I quit cold turkey. Well, kind of cold turkey on cigarettes back in the day. I quit cold turkey for about 90 days. Just like cold turkey. Stopped. And this is when you can still smoke in bars. Rolled into a bar. Really cute bartender was smoking. Like, yo, girl, let me bum a smoke. Right. She bumped me like the stalest fucking smoke. <laughs> I got so sick. Yeah. Like, my guy's driving me home, and, like, every 20 minutes we're pulling over so I can fucking puke. Oh, man. I got so fucking sick between that, you know, you got that head rush because you haven't smoked in a while. Yeah. And the amount I drank. Right. And it was a stale fucking smoke. Yep. After that, I'm just like, nope, done. Man, I can see that happening. I can see that happening. The only time I've had a cigarette since was... With a really drunk girl who kind of forced me to have a cigarette, <laughs> it was fucked up. Like we're it's at her, Vito, right? Well, we're at her place. For, These drunk women forcing on us. We're at her place. We're really drunk. Like I finished my cigar, and she's smoking a cigarette. I'm like, she's like, you want one? I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I don't smoke cigarettes. No, smoke it. No, I'm cool. <laughs> like shoves him out. Smoke it. Smoke him. Smoke. Like take like the smallest drag ever, just to, like. <coughs> yeah no. oh i didn't even inhale yeah. it i'm just like <laughs> yeah i'm trying to get laid to get her off your back yeah right? i'm just like i'm whatever you say i'm trying to get laid so i'm right. like i'm playing along after a while i'm like nope this girl's too drunk to fuck yep it's the worst it's like, you could have gotten it but they just drank a little too much and you was so ready especially when it Girlfriend, don't listen. Especially when it was the girl that you was trying to get for a little bit. You know what I mean? And they drink a little too much. You're like, fuck am I going to do with you now, yo? Uh, yeah, no. That's exactly what this was. Like, we'd hung out one other time. And the same shit happened. Like, it's on, it's on, it's on. Oh, she is too drunk to fuck. Uh, and this time. Like, that last time it was. About me. The last time <laughs> yeah, it was like. Just, it was at a party. So it was like, whatever. This, this shit happens. This time, like, she invited me over. Right. Like, oh, we're going to just, you know. So basically, you knew it was real. When they invite you over, you know you about to get something. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, uh, we're basically just Netflix and chilling. So okay. She's like, I'll order some takeout. By the time you get here, we'll eat it. Like, right, right, I'm right. like, oh, yeah, it's on. Perfect. It's on. Like, right. Especially when it was unprompted. Like, we're not fucking tonight. Right, like, right. I didn't say shit about us fucking. Like, right. right. You're obviously thinking about it if you just brought it up. Exactly. And, you know, we're hanging out. We're drinking. We're drinking. We're drinking. And, like, 
She makes the first move. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, it's apparently on. And then they fuck. They fuck with you heavy if they make the first move. Man, she's a confident woman. I appreciate that. And then she's like, just too drunk. And I am not drunk enough to be like this. This isn't cool. Right. Like it's one thing if both people are super fucking drunk. Right. That's fine. Right. But if I, one person is less drunk than the other, it's yeah. not fine. Yeah. I agree with you. But you know that in your heart. If anyone out there does it when they too drunk, then you just kind of shitty. I mean, I had, of, of course, situations where, uh, like, the girl was fucking super drunk and, like, they grabbing on you and shit. And you just got to be like, yo, you fucking out of your mind. Dude, I had one situation like that. This bitch is, I was mad young. I didn't have my girlfriend yet. This and is pre-girlfriend. Pre-girlfriend, pre-girlfriend time. And uh, she was like, Pulling me down to be kissing me and shit. I'm like, yo, like, I can't, like, da 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 da. You too drunk, da 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 da. Like, I like you. I'm trying not to hurt her feelings because the hard thing is you can't be like, nah, like, I ain't into it. Because then she'll be like, ah. Well, the answer is to be like, yo, girl, we'll do this in the morning if you still want to do it. Right. Well, I was leaving too. Well, I was leaving because she was too drunk. (laughs) But, uh, so I was like, um, like, you too drunk. And then, um, I leave, right? And then, um, I left my phone in there, bro. Oh, no. So check out what happens. I go back down, right? And I'm like, yo, where's my phone? I'm like searching all through. And like, she's still there, like calling for me, like all drunk as fuck, like retarded. And who do you think walks down the stairs? Wait, for some stupid reason, she like took off her pants and was just like laying there with just in her underwear. That's not a stupid reason. She wants some dick. Right, but she was too drunk. So we already knew that. Now right. I'm looking for but my phone. But in her mind, she's not too drunk to fuck. Right. So now I'm looking for my phone. Who do you think walks downstairs? Your soon-to-be girlfriend? Her father. Oh, that's worse. I'm 17 years old. 16 years old, maybe. This <laughs> His daughter is drunk with her pants off. There's bottles all over. Like, the fucking basement is trashed. And I'm, like, searching through shit, like, looking like a little rat, dude. And he's like, what the fuck? And I was just like, dude, I don't even remember what I said to him. I have no idea what I said that got me out of there. But I can't believe he didn't fight me. I can't believe it. I thought I was going to get attacked by this man. I thought that was going to be your first arrest story. (laughs) Yeah, no, right? Well, actually, right after that, the cops pulled up on us. We all dipped, ran. I fucking called my homie, got picked up. I saw my other homie walking. I was like, yo, get in the car. He got in. The, my, they tried to pull over my homie. We were like in the back seat with a blanket across all over us. And like they couldn't see in the back. And fucking the cops were like, all right, you go, you're good to go. Like, And fucking we were like, oh. And then they saw my car that was parked there because I ran for my car. So I wasn't going to jump in it. They came to my house, right? And I went in through like the back window so they wouldn't hear or see any doors open or anything. And then I answered the door like in my underwear. And I was like, oh, yeah, I've been here all night. I had like put an ankle brace on. So I was like, oh, yeah, I left my car there because I was skating and I hurt my ankle. So I had to get picked up because I couldn't drive. And they're like, oh, well, you're getting charged. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I've been here all night. My ankle's messed up. And he was like, Ugh. charged with what, motherfucker? Yeah, I never got charged. Well, yeah, that's an idle fucking threat. Yeah. Fuck them. Do it now. It's underage. So fuck off. Oh, statute of limitations. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, you would think so. I got charged with, I got arrested for something. I got investigated for something when I was 14. 
for a little spray paint, a little graffiti. And um, uh, I didn't get charged with it till I was 17. And he only charged me when he saw me all fucking drunk in Wawa one night when I was all, I was all trash. He saw me and he was like, oh yeah, I'm going to send those papers in now. That was three years later. Three years? Three years. How the fuck did they charge you three years later for fucking graffiti? Right. So I had been doing good at that time and I was about to get off of probation as a youngin and I could have gone back to high school and just like had a good life, dude. And fucking they decided to charge me with something that happened three years prior. Isn't that crazy? And you got convicted, I'm assuming? 100%. I went away for another year. What you know the what I mean? fuck? And then by that point, I was already fucked. I did some other... I didn't even do stupid shit. I would come out and like be sober for eight months and they wouldn't take me off. And I'd smoke weed and fail one drug test. And then they'd fucking send me away for another year, dude. That's what literally was. Year after year, getting sent away for a failed drug test for weed. You know what I mean? That's fucked. It's fucked. That's how they treat kids in the system. Like, especially really in Pennsylvania and Philly area. Like, you, 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 well, maybe not as much now, but when I was growing up, you'd get locked up for everything. In the adult system now, you get locked up. Yeah. I had to go to county for like a week for a fucking DUI. First DUI. That's fucked up. You know what I mean? I'm open about my shit, so it doesn't matter. I try to embody, like I said before, average Joe. I'm, I'm, like, uh, I'm like everyone else. I go through the same struggles that everyone in real life goes through. Like I have my vices. I have my things that I use to get through. And uh, that's, that's the point of my music. Everyone does. Them, everyone you know? fucking does. You're a fucking liar if you don't. Exactly. People got to be more real. And that's the problem with music today is that no one talks about real shit. Like I just did this whole mixer thing. Every single artist in there talked about how popping they is, even though none of them has money or a deal. They talked about how many bitches they got, even though no one in there had bitches. And they talk about all this shit they don't got. I was the only one that came in there with music talking about pain and like struggle and fucking like shit that I want that I don't have. Yeah, real shit. You know and what I mean? Like- it takes soul to make real music. And that's what a lot of people lack nowadays, in my opinion. Well, yeah, because there's so much rap for so many years about, like, showing off your fucking bling and... Exactly. I mean, even me, bro, you know what I mean? They got me out here behind a chain and whatnot, you know what I mean? But, you know, like, I feel like in rap, uh, it's kind of like a sword to a knight, your chain, you know what I mean? It's kind of like your fucking respect and your... I don't know. It's a weird thing. That and your pen, you know what I mean? That's it, so... Was uh, fucking Cassidy was like, Ain't no rubber, uh, ain't no jewels on my just rubber bands or some shit like that. Like, you know what? I love Cassidy, bro. I fucking miss him, Mad Cassidy growing up. I, I actually hit him up about a collab once. I could have got it, but I was so young and I didn't have the money to get it. But it wasn't a lot. He didn't, uh, he didn't charge me a lot. You could still hit him up. Yeah. Well, I told him I was on the love in Philly and blah blah. blah. He's like, okay. So he was gonna hook me up with like some easy ass price. He probably could just knocked it out, you know. And uh, I just moved it. But I probably could hit him up now. It's mad easy for all you artists coming up. It's mad easy to get a hold of the people you need to get a hold of. Most people want a short, sweet message. Like for you, for instance, I hit you up and I was like, hey, Philly artist coming out for a week. We'd love to get on your podcast. Thanks for your time. You know what I mean? Let them know that you show respect for them and that, you know, you know, you know, they have something to offer is what? Ah. I checked out your shit, had you on, fucking. Yeah, you know what I mean? I'm happy I came to this, man. This is sick as fuck. 
I like this. I've never been on one this long, like I told you before. So being what, able to like was everything on. else like fifteen minutes of just like question, 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 question. Yes, and like it's almost like you don't even have enough time to explain and answer everything fully because like you see me, bro. I'm like off topic, get distracted. Oh, this show's tangents so fucking yeah. much. Don't you know what I mean? So that's how the show goes. I'll like take it like on a huge left turn and then bring it back in a U-turn, but it'll make sense at the end. You know uh, I mean? That shit happens all the time. Perfect. What I tell my audience, what I tell everyone is like, I want the audience to feel like they're at a bar with us. Right, exactly. What would we be talking about at a bar? Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, it's like, hey, we're sitting at the end of the bar. What are those motherfuckers talking about? Those <laughs> motherfuckers are having drinks, they're having a good time. What are right. they talking about? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Politics, sex, crime, whatever. <laughs> crime, yeah. Exactly. The mead. We will do it for the glory. I mean, where I'm, I'm at. Dead serious. <laughs> I'm lucky that I never didn't, you know, never ended up in the system. And that's just dumb luck. I did a lot of stupid shows again. I just never got caught. Yeah. And you know what? I think uh, a lot of it was um I don't know, just like when you're um when you're a young kid, you just act without thinking. You know what I mean? And um you want to fit in and and like you don't really especially when you lose someone so young who's supposed to be such like a big like they help you with things you don't know you know what i mean fathers so excuse me but uh fathers help you with so much so it's like if you grow up without a father or a mother or if you're like an orphan or if you're gay or something there's just things that people can't relate with you with you know what i mean and uh, it's just good to have like a music or like a hero or something you could look up or read or feel and they just relate and let you know you're not alone in your shit, you know? I totally forgot why I started speaking, but then I just decided to say something nice. Well, <laughs> so, you started speaking because we're on a podcast. It doesn't work very well if right. you don't speak. <laughs> yeah, so then I decided I'm going to keep talking. This is kind of how I do it when I get drinking. Yeah, it's all good. I mean, for me, so I, I lived with my single father, but my father was... You know, he decided he wanted to be a good provider, not necessarily a good father. Like, he worked two jobs, so we stayed in a decent neighborhood, but he was just never around. So you were like kind of like me trying to learn for yourself? Yeah, no, I was out on the street doing whatever the fuck I wanted. Right. You know, fucking around, drugs, alcohol. Right. <laughs> a lot of alcohol. Right. Because, you know, hey, I took myself to school. I took myself home from school. Sometimes I didn't make it to school. Right. Yeah. But you made it through it all, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, as I said. Dumb luck. I never ended up in the system. Like, there are definitely some times of being fairly fast on my feet and a lot skinnier back in the days. Yeah. What saw me through? Yeah, and also being in the '90s and now everyone had there's no fucking camera phones to incriminate your ass. True that. True that. Man, I'm trying to think. That's how I got caught was a camera for a lot of shit. Yeah. So no, I'm I'm happy I came up in the age I did because thank God there's no fucking YouTube to have some of the dumb shit I did over the years. Fucking captured on film. Straight up, man. You're lucky for that. I mean, fuck. I feel like nowadays, though, like... A 15-year-old kid experimenting with weed for his first time and doesn't know how to look out for himself or whatever or watch out or where to be, he could get pulled over by a cop. Now, if it's, like, some pissed-off cop who's having a bad day, he's going to charge a 15-year-old kid who he doesn't know is a sports athlete who already has a fucking scholarship with some giant college to go play some sport there, who already has, like, endorsements set in stone for when he's 18. You know what I mean? He could have all this shit, but this cop is going to say, 
oh, instead of talking to you and listening to you, instead of like teaching you a lesson by doing what my mom had happen, which is they would throw them in the back of the paddy wagon and then they'd drive them around Philly for four to five hours and then they let them off at home at night and scare them. You know what I mean? And now you're really ruining lives, taking up time in jail for people who really need to be there. For nonviolent offenders. Who Our taxes fuck? are all going there to these jails, by the way. Well, America incarcerates more people than anywhere else on the planet. The, the, the county I live in is Bucks County. It's one of the most corrupt counties, and there's a lot of private jails and shit like that out there. Ugh. So that they make something like $1,000 a day through taxes for each prisoner. And it only costs like $40 a day. So they're incentivized to lock people up. Yeah, exactly. So everyone who goes through Bucks County, if you're an adult, you're almost guaranteed to go to jail. And a lot of the POs there, they forget about you while you're in jail because they have so many people they're in charge of. So like my barber, bro, failed a weed test. He was supposed to be on probation for a year. Failed a weed test. Went to jail for nine months county and then he called her at christmas the next year and said when am i getting out and she said oh my god i forgot that's what she said that is so fucked up yeah and he's been trying to pursue like a lawsuit but he's still on probation so they're never gonna believe him or anything Nah, nah. he'll never get shit for it is pretty much what it is but he spent nine months of his life and then they just want him to go out and be working and making all this money and living alone. And good luck getting a job once you've been in the system. Exactly. So many fucking Where have places. you been for the last nine months not working? Oh, I've been in the fucking pen. Or have you been convicted of, of a felony right on exactly. your fucking application? Exactly. Oh, yes? Right in the garbage. Yep. Right in the fucking garbage. Dude, I had a dope-ass job lined up as a mechanic. I was about to make bread. And then... um. Background check came through. I was in the office with him as it came through, and his face went, I can't give you the job. And I was like, fuck, all right. I just walked out. I knew what it was. You know what I mean? And that was before I got charged. So they put it on there before I got charged that I had those charges. That's fucked up. Yeah. It's America. You're I was supposed trying to be innocent until proven guilty. I was trying to nail the job before I got convicted. You know what I mean? And they fucked me. I didn't even get convicted for another six, seven months. That's fucked. An arrest shouldn't disqualify you. This is America. We are innocent until proven guilty. That is our fucking system. Straight up, dude. And it's like they want to give you a DUI and then you can't drive, which I totally understand. How am I going to get to work now? You feel me? Like maybe for your first DUI, like it's the fines. I couldn't understand a week of jail over the suspension. You know what I mean? Why not just jail people for everything, but not as long as you think? Being in jail for a week sucks. Being in jail for two weeks sucks more. And you know anything beyond that, it just really sucks, you know? Well, they also treat DUI like you get a DUI, they treat you like you're a fucking act. They make you go to most places make you go to like fucking AA meetings for going getting a DUI. It's like Right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I had I got behind the wheel after having I played that card a lot growing up, throwing my shit. So when I got to the adult shit, I was like, Look, I'm not a fucking I dude, this is what I literally told my PO when she met me for the first time. I'm not I'm not an addict, you know what I mean? I've stopped whenever I needed to, many times for jobs, for sports, for for all types of shit, you know what I mean? And I've complied with everything I've ever been asked, and once in a while I do something, y'all just happen to catch it. And she was like, okay, I believe you. I don't think you're an addict. I'm just going to 
throw you on monitor connect and just call me in once a month yeah i mean like so some of them are good bro some of the some of the people you work with are good especially when they work with like people who are actually getting in trouble and like really doing real shit in philly people in philly and la people are fucking killing each other bro and like repping gangs to the point where it's like they got guns on them at all time if I say something to someone, we get in an argument at a party, just because of what they're doing and who they're, like, moving with, they're going to have to, like, pull, they're going to have to do shit to you, you feel me, or they feel like that. That's why I do escalate in every situation, like, it may hurt my fucking pride, but you know what, I'm still here to have my pride be hurt. And and I'm kind of like where you are about shit, you know what I mean? I like to be real with someone, but I don't like, I like, I know, I think, I grew up in the system, bro, so they taught you to think before you act. I got, like, brainwashed, you feel me? So, like, I know how people are going to react to the way that I respond, you know what I mean? I'm very conscious of how I respond to people and in perspective of how they would take it, you know what I mean? So I try to be very direct but also not offensive when I speak. and um, Unless you're a feminist. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I mean, dude, I have a lot of problems because everyone's an extremist for what they believe in. You feel me? I didn't mean to derail you there. I just no, <laughs> you're the joking. You're good, bro. But it, it, it like all connects in because I have a lot of beliefs that I believe in. And I feel like a lot of shit in this world, like people just really don't look at the facts. They go off of what the person next to them is saying. Well, we live in an age where feelings are more important than facts true true and everyone reacts off of emotion this is what i tell everyone all the time and they don't want to listen and then they fuck up and then and then they apologize to you or then they fucking doing some stupid shit or they're just not friends with you anymore because they don't want to listen to you telling them they fucked up is it it's a hard pill to swallow when you make a fucking bad decision and someone calls you on it it's hard to fucking swallow that shit see I learned so opposite of everyone because I was in the place where, like, if you didn't accept what was told you did wrong, you getting your ass beat or you're going in, like, a solid, solitary confinement type joint. So, But not everyone has that experience. Right. So for me, it's tough. It's tough for me to honestly deal with a lot of people because of the way I grew up and I was around all the people that were like me for so many years. It's tough for me to, like have sympathy for very simple things that most I don't feel bad for certain things you know what I mean that just because it should you should know that you're wrong so if someone fucking comes at you for what you did like you deserved it yeah but that's the thing that's human nature you come at someone for being wrong they double down on their wrong most times right 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 exactly that's why I like I don't understand why people tell people in the opposite you know, political party or political structure that they're fucking idiots or morons. You call someone a fucking moron, they're not going to come over to your side. Right. They're not going to see, they're not going to want to listen to anything you got to fucking say. And the other thing about the reason politics is so complicated is because like everyone's pushing their own agenda And when you hear that, like, it's standard to hear those words. Everyone pushes their own agenda. It goes back to what I said in the beginning of the podcast. People hear these things and they think, they don't think the right way to build relationships. They think the opposite. So when you think everyone's pushing their own agenda, you don't think about it like this. 
The Democrats are going to pull shit out of the Republicans to make the Republicans look bad, while at the same time, the Republicans are going to pull shit out of the Democrats to make them look bad. So it's all just a, a, a circle that's ongoing of everyone pulling the shit bad to make each other look bad instead of actually focusing on the shit that we have to do to make it right for all of us, not just one party. 100%. I, that's the thing that blows my mind. It's like, the liberals, the conservatives, like, hey, motherfucker, we're all Americans. We should all be looking out for shit that benefits Americans. All of us, right, exactly. Not just one type of party, not just one people, not just one culture, not one race. Not just one person in one fucking tax bracket. Exactly, exactly. I think that um, I think that a lot of this shit is like media fed. I really do believe 100%. all that government, like conspiracy shit. So like, um, like even the Jesse Smollett, like you could look at it from a bunch of different views. So you could look at it as Jesse was telling the truth. Now the PD is framing him because they don't want people to rise against another people. Or you could look at it as as the truth. That's what I was hearing. Because the Chicago PD, $600 million in police misconduct. You think they're going to keep everything the truth and give everyone the truth about everything they're saying? And then it's like, okay, well, you take that into account. I I saw a hilarious Onion article about that shit. The Onion article is like, Chicago PD signed... Solved uh, Jesse crime so quickly because they had such experience with corruption. They're like, oh, we have such experience fucking framing shit. Like, we just saw right through it. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So it's like at the end of the day, that could have happened. This could have happened to this man. Has he admitted to it yet? Not last I checked. Let me. Uh, if, if he hasn't admitted to it yet, maybe he's either in denial or it really didn't happen and the police are really framing him and they're just making him look like a child. Because the government controls the media. Because what would have happened if two white men with a MAGA hat beat up a black man? It would have brought blacks against whites, or the racist ones, which needs to honestly happen. But it doesn't need to be blacks against racist whites. It needs to be America against racists. It needs to be Earth against racists. It's not a color scheme, you feel me? It's a fucking, no one should be racist to anyone. That's how it is. You know what I mean? No, 100%. I I don't understand why people are, you know, it's 2019. Right. And to be real, bro, like, no one really is. At, uh, like, it's extremists on both sides, man. It's extremists. And there's very few of them. The problem is that a lot of the extremists are the ones that are in the media and the ones that are in the attention of the television I'd be thinking about this type of shit all the time, bro. It's just like, I'm so bothered by racial tension and and shit like that. And I, there's just no reason for it now. I mean, as two white guys, we can say that. Ah, I know. And, and, and exactly is what my point. You know what I mean? But like, um, so I have a label, right? Uh, two of my producers, um, they're black dudes. You feel me? They're my best. They're like one of my best friends. You know what I mean? And I've known them for years and we speak about this shit to each other. So my ideas are shit I bounced off of them. You, you sh- we should, maybe, maybe I'll link you with them, dude. Maybe they'd want to come up and, I'm down. and you could have this discussion with them. You know what I mean? Totally down. That's kind of what really today needs is to have like a black man and a white man 
really sit together and talk about the deep issues. You feel me? I try and make this so political, bro. I, mean, I just care about the world. I'm just saying, you get a black man on here, I'm going to ask him about him fucking. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all right. They'll be all about that shit, bro. Yeah, because they love. As yeah. serious as the world is, I also want to hear about who you're sticking your dick in. Oh, yeah. My, my homies. They be getting with a bunch of women, bro. They be oh. helping me, too. Sometimes. I mean, they're fucking on the dudes. Yeah. It don't matter to me. I'm just curious. They put me on game. You know what I mean? I can shout them out. Parrish and Steven. They're ugly as hell, but you my fucking homies. Cool, cool. I understand that. The One of them's got a giant ass head. It's so big, it makes him lean forward and shit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding, yo. I'm joking, but you know who you are, motherfucker. Hey, tied in. No, I'm, I'm here to... Hear everyone's fucking story. Hear where they're coming from, how they're living their life. Like we all come from different walks of life. We all have fucking stories to tell. Hey, you know what? I don't know if you ever done this. Can I spit some shit right now? Go for it. Acapella, just uh, just you know what I mean. Floor is yours. All right, yeah. <clears throat> I put my whole life inside this. Told you, recognize it. Always failed to pass science. Oh, wait, let me do a different one, actually. Um, 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 let me find it. It's called Sometimes. It's on my last tape. Let me just get this opening word real quick, because I'm going to spit this. I think that this one connects with a lot of people, and um, it just shows a little bit of like my music shit and my soul. This is what I do, bro. I'd be getting drunk, and then I'd be walking around trying to rap to people. And you just rapping to random bartenders? Like, just- bro, I'd be walking around. I'd be getting... I be talking to people rapping and shit. Uh, oh, girl. <laughs> hey, but uh, I be talking to people rapping and shit. I make mad connections just by walking up to them. But uh, I want to I wanna spit you something real quick. Let me find this here. How much you got left in your glass real quick? Um, a little bait, though. Yeah. Eh, nah, little... you got that, bro. This Mine, you sure? I'm not going to take the last of your shit. You got it. I was going to split it with you, but I mean, I'm not one to argue. Yeah, you got that, bro. Uh, let me feel. the wide need... angle. I just I just need to hear these uh, first words, and then I got this bitch. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. When I'm not appreciated From house arrest and basements To pages for props they ain't gave him Who thought that ever save him On a path of devastation With a past he ain't escaping 14 on probation 17 he's still on 19 he ain't changing Said he wanted 21 And bitch we made it Chuck's on the pavement I give up when the gray fits Looking for a day shift To pay for the mix It's the same kid with long hand braces Lights a long row I just learned to embrace it I keep a pen on me For a little inspiration I'm trying to draw a picture they ain't see what I'm painting Used to say what I couldn't be Now I smile crookedly Looking off a stage A promoter book for me Shit is crazy how far I came From handcuffs and ODs To up on stage Boy I started as a dropout In backseats of cop cars Locked out of home Or we slept behind lock bars And some nights a parked car Life's hard but Jay strong Pray to God one day My songs take off Yeah I tell mom don't trip It's coming soon she think it's all a joke until it's coming true. I told her to believe in me. I see it in my view. She asked what dad think. If I seen him, I wouldn't knew. Opportunity, I took it and I do it twice. Look at what I sacrificed. Years I won't get back in life. Reason why I have to write. Half awake at night. Pack the ashtray with smokes and he never been the sober type. You got to do what you supposed to write. You got to show him all what hope is like. I knew it never happened overnight. But at least I could try. Let me breathe.
That's called sometimes. You feel me? Cheers. Hey. Hell yeah. Appreciate you letting me do that, man. Of course. Of course. Love to share the music. I try to put soul in everything. My goal is to fucking... My goal is to make millions, but I want to touch hearts at the same time. Chase lives. If yeah, I and you, you want to do something sincere to make those millions. Exactly. All from experience. All real emotion. Everything I've felt. You know? It's hard capturing it. But it's the greatest feeling when you can, you know, it's the greatest feeling, Satis the satisfaction from it, to know that you can make something that could bring out an emotion in someone is just like, it's cool, you know, doing a way to do that and all that. But yeah, you know what I mean? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. But Osiris, it is about that time. We're going to call last call on this motherfucker. All right, let's do it. You want so. Where can we find you on the social media, all that shit? All right. So uh, you can find me. It's The Osiris, T-H-E-O-S-Y-R-U-S. I tell people it's the weird way to spell Osiris. So it's The Osiris, like the great Osiris, but just The Osiris on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud, YouTube. Um, I have a music label. We didn't talk much, but I'm probably going to link them up with you because they live out here. So... You'll probably, I'm sure you guys will talk soon. Hell yeah. Tied in Music Group. We have a uh, website, tiedinmusicgroup.com. Um, we got clothing that's going to be releasing in the next few months, along with the project I'm dropping, Black Sheep. My first single should be releasing uh, within the next month or two. Uh, it's going to be coming in spring. Um, and uh, there's so much behind it. And uh, I appreciate you letting me on, man. I had a great no, fucking time. a great time. fucking time. Whenever you're in town, man, you want to come back on, let me know. Thank you, man. Definitely. I want to come back next time with the squad because they would have loved this, bro. All right. Hey, we can set up multiple mics. We can, Hell yeah, man. Got multiple cameras. We can get everyone rolling. Hell yeah. I had a great time, bro. I appreciate it. Fuck yeah. It was good having you on. And as always, you can find me at Matt underscore Slayer on Twitter, Matt Slayer on Instagram, Matt F and Slayer on Facebook. You can find the podcast at And Now We Drink on Twitter and Now We Drink underscore on Instagram. Until next week. Drink up, motherfuckers. Drink up, motherfuckers. <laughs>